Hello friends and welcome to support discount Walter White bringing you some of that blue skies mix. Been a while. Um, this will be the first official recording after the updated change to how I'm going to do this or how I'm going to present this. So if you're noticing the audio is kind of weird, I have a different setting on my mic this time. More so out of one speaker for me and more so out of the other speaker for my guest. Speaking of which, my sister is here with me today. Say hi. Hi. Hooray. Look at that. So this is the softest little bump there whenever you said hi look at that hi what can you pause it so yeah all right <laughs> all right still recording marvelous look at that all right so yeah so i wanted to have fee on that's my sister fee uh fee on again because why the fuck not it's <laughs> why not we've done we've already talked about so much like dark shit in the past and I was like I don't fucking like that I want to do I want to do some happier shit so uh, I figured why not start with we'll start with the obvious one that I kept bringing up whenever we were doing all these episodes and shit before like whenever we had Lady Lenore on um, fucking she uh, were no you weren't on for that I don't, no that was a different episode you and I were doing one and she just kind of showed up where are we? I don't know. Some damn thing. Anyway, I wanted to do. I wanted to talk about. Uh, um, I know we were just having a conversation. It wasn't a fucking episode. God, I'm so fucking busy. That's how my brain's doing now. It's blurring shit together. So I'm, I'm having a great time. Yeah. I'm confused. You should be, because <laughs> I was until about 35 seconds ago. Let's see. Fucking. Uh, God damn it. Where was I going with that? Okay. Yeah. We talked about how, like, whenever I played chess as a kid mm-hmm. in Ohio County, uh-huh. I was... I remember, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about how I was so damn good. Your friends and, like, your classmates and shit wanted to learn chess from me, but they were afraid to play me. Yeah. They were afraid that if they lost me, I'd take something well, of theirs. it wasn't just my friends. It was also everybody in school, because I was approached by a lot of people. I'm sorry. I was going to say, you're good. Yeah, I was approached by a lot of people, and everybody was just like, I'm too scared to play your brother because he would kick my ass. He's an absolute fucking chad yeah. when it comes to chess, which I am. Um, it's because I'm unorthodox. Like, yeah, there were styles to play. There were strategies and shit. Tra- strategies to play with. <laughs> I choose not to use those. I don't fucking have a strategy when it comes to chess. I am I am winging it, so to speak. I remember them fun. saying something about along the lines of they... Uh, you know, they know chess, but they don't know it as good as Tim does. So they didn't want Tim to show them up and make them feel, what's the you word, know, weak or make, whatever. Make them look weak. Make, yeah. them feel, make them feel inadequate. Yeah. I'm good at that. I do that without even realizing it. I've known people in my life that I've felt like we were competition, yeah. like they were competing with me. And I was like, I don't know it was competition. <laughs> Apparently I'm winning. So that's good. But like, <laughs> it's one of those things where like. Some of the people I don't talk to now that I might have been friends with back in the day, but mm-hmm. I hate them now, that hate me or whatever, it's because, like, they hate, they backstabbed me so much because they thought I was competition. They were they were genuinely intimidated by yeah. me. I didn't give a shit. I didn't even know. I didn't care. I was, you know something that everybody was really afraid of? Huh? Your anger. Oh, yeah. I mean, for good Your reason, anger. though. I mean, that terrified them. Good. I heard about it a lot. They're like, good. let's don't make him angry. I'm like... <laughs> I, was, I was the angriest class clown anybody knew. Yeah. And I was damn good at chess. Like a mob boss or some shit. You're going to sit down. We're going to play chess. 
You lose to me, I'm taking a finger. You'll be Tommy Two Toes because I'm taking all your goddamn toes. You'll get to keep your big ones. How about that? Because then you can at least, when you kick somebody, you'll be like giving them a thumb up the butt. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just shit like that. Like, I, it made me laugh. How are you genuinely scared of me? Like, in chess. Like, I get it, like, outside of that. But, like, genuinely scared of playing me. Like, even adults didn't want to play me because I was that good. The only person who did was Jerry, my anger management mentor. Mm -hmm. That dude would, he would play me. I don't don't think I ever once beat him. I don't think I ever once did. If I did, he let me win. I swear to God, that man was great. Vietnam veteran. Guy was awesome. My favorite thing is when he would take you to his house and stuff and let you spend the night and do these things that I think yeah. you kind of need it because you were in a house with females and I got to actually besides get dad and, and dad you get to beat you yourself a little bit instead of having us always on your ass yeah it helps it helped a lot plus he would randomly come get me out of school and take me to Denny's and some shit yeah and get me a Sunday and we just would talk like that yeah. was awesome like to have him as a as, to have him as an anger management mentor he also made sure like the way that he explained it to me uh, with like managing your anger and shit mm-hmm. you take it and you don't explode on somebody in the moment you take it you bottle it up and you use it on something else later you redirect it yeah so that's something like he didn't explain it as eloquently as that or as succinctly as that but it's it's literally what, what he word? taught me succinctly i like that so basically he didn't get to the fucking point that quickly sounds classy it's exactly what it is. <laughs> to be succinct means to get to the point. To be I've short, to be before. quick, and to be, to be, I guess, efficient. Well, I will say, my whole life you've been teaching me new words. <laughs> I'm very good at that. I'm a walking thesaurus in dictionaries. So. Webster's ain't got shit on me. Even though can I defer I, to them every now and again. Can I ask you a question? I know this is your yeah. show. No, feel um, free to. Anytime. I love questions. What was one thing you really enjoyed about chess? What made you want to... Okay, one question at a time. What was one thing you enjoyed about chess? Part of what I enjoyed about chess was seeing the different ways that people played and then just picking that shit apart. Like, like, I I made it to whenever I say that I have no strategy. I have no strategeries. There is no playbook that I work from. Like, I, I read the book Bobby Fischer Teaches Chess so fucking much. Like, we're talking, like, cover to cover. It fell the fuck apart. I read it so much. Mm-hmm. And it was real easy to make that happen, apparently, um, with how much I read it. I constantly studied that book. And I think that's part of where my play, my, I guess, my skill came from, was constantly reading that book and learning how he played. And, like, that was part of what scared people. But it made me bored because I was too damn good. And I didn't play with a strategy. I played to win, <coughs> and I adapted to whatever you did. I like, I was, if I had to go first, that's why I liked going second so much, because I didn't have to make the first move. I could respond to what you were doing and then play ahead of you and then make you do what I wanted you to do. You know what I always, I guess, admired about you Hmm. is the fact that you taught me how to play, and I always thought you would make a really good chess teacher, if you know what I mean. I'd have loved that. Yeah. That would have been great. Because you take your time. You don't get annoyed. I've asked you question after question every time we play. Oh, yeah, no. And you you still are chill with it. 100%. Um, I'm a firm believer in if you want to know, I will teach you. I don't give a damn how long it takes. However, However you have to learn, I'll adapt how I teach to how you learn. I will teach you if you want to learn. And you will know by the time we're done. I don't give a damn how long it takes. You'll learn it. If you want to know it, I will teach you. And that's why I thought it was so damn funny whenever you told me last year that people wanted to learn chess from me, but they were mm-hmm. too damn scared of me. So, so one more thing. Um, you're fine. You can ask whatever you want to ask. I love questions. Um, 
How long have you been playing chess? Uh, I think they kind of need to know that now. <laughs> I mean, I've been playing chess since we lived in Ohio County. I think I was probably six or seven years old. I know seven or eight years old whenever yeah, I started. For a long time, yeah. Whenever I really started, I was like seven or eight years old. And uh, we lived up in Ohio County for what? Six years. On top of the hill? Yeah, six years. I thought it was seven. Um, six years. But yeah, well, for the entire time we were was, up there, pretty you're right. much. It was close to seven. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like for, for almost the entire time that we were up there, easily for those six years, I played chess yeah. actively. I just watched that person pick their nose. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit that I need on recording. I was like, the look on your face. Ugh. Like you looked like the whole you, finger was in there. Who the fuck was it? <laughs> in that GMC that just oh, yeah. pulled up, that blackish blue looking GMC. Oh, right there up front. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! Pick me a winner. Pick me a winner. Um, that's a little Nicky reference right there, that tone of voice and that tone. You're welcome. No. Dude, that's fucking gross. I say that knowing damn well I have done that. You know, Dad's always, been, Dad's always been an inspiration to me. But you know, another person who I kind of just loved the fact that they were in art was you. Because I used to always look at your drawings, which you made did. me you, you want to be like, hey, I think I could draw that. Or wanted me to try but it's I mean I didn't realize it's that but you often did mostly actually. been dead but some it just made me happy that you were in the art too because it wasn't just me and dad it was also you I like how I got into it organically and then dad <laughs> showed us that he did it and I was like what the fuck dude dad was like it really blew my fucking good. mind he was it was very good and then to see some of his stuff back then and then what he did before he died I was like there is no fucking way this dude went from this dude went from good to fucking amazing in his craft. I know. He, you went know. From, he went from coloring pencils. He went from <laughs> like regular pencil, regular graphite, number two pencils, and coloring pencils to fucking oil paint on canvas. Yeah, and, and oil is shit, tricky because I is. hadn't tried it yet. This shit was glorious. I loved his art. His first time doing oil, I didn't, like, I was just like, you know, it's his first time. He sent me a picture of his first painting, and I was like, like from first his first time? time? I was like, like Dad, you have to be kidding time. me. Like, who the fuck said you could be that guy? That shit's illegal. He that was, level of skill is unreal. What's and the word? Astounding? Astounding, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was astounding. And his and when he got when he had more time with it, when he practiced more, he just got better and better and better and better. I didn't see a cap for him. There was no limit to his ability with paint. That man was he was fucking majestic art incarnate. I love and, that about that though. I always wanted a parent that I could not play off. I don't feel like that's the word, right word, but somebody who, like, I always wanted a parent, since I'm into art and I paint and stuff, I wanted a parent, like... You wanted someone that you could relate to on yeah. a very personal level who who yeah. had the same interest as you, a major interest. Yeah. Like, that's a major influence in your life. Yeah. Is is, is <laughs> art, is, is painting. And yeah. that's been a major thing since then. And you even wanted uh-huh. to go to art school back in the day, and you yeah. actually were, like, you were looking around, you were looking seriously, and... and that you know that was awesome to me and then to see you know where you're at now and to see where dad went with it like dad didn't touch art for the longest time he, he was good he just had a natural mm-hmm. talent for it he was good so was peppa though too i swear to god yeah. it's genetic like a uh, knack for art uh, a skill for it is, is genetic mine went from drawing to writing because i got more interested <laughs> in creating short stories but i was still my creativity like it might have shifted direction but i mean i still loved painting I still did splatter art in Rex's class. I still did all this stuff. Your drawings, though, were more pebble. I did a lot of stuff that was, I want to say, um, 
like with the dragons and the yeah, reapers. Yeah, it was, it was like, like more cartoony, yeah. more dark gothic cartoony. <laughs> like my stuff was, it was definitely inspired by anime. I'll yeah. say that over. And when I think about like stuff like that, I think about the dragon that Peppa had on his arm. I love that fucking the the Japanese dragon he had. Yeah. I call it. I think I called it the Shenlong dragon. Uh, <laughs> but like, it made me think. If you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you're listening. It made me think of Shenron from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, the fucking long dragon. I think it's like the infinite length dragon sort of thing. I don't <laughs> know. But Peppa's obviously had an end to it because his body doesn't fucking go on forever. But therefore tattoos can't go on forever but it was a beautiful design and it was going down it was down his left arm wasn't it was it I think it was I think it was, it was this one it was right arm I could have swore it was his left I thought it was this one it's a Mandela effect shit we'll deal with it later um, isn't it though watch it be watch it watch it be <laughs> those arms on his back he's <laughs> got like an ass tattoo of dragon space and a kiss towards his asshole oh, like, oh my god I kind of actually thought cause I mean your arms are pretty full I don't know if you could get it still oh no I can still like, but I, I thought about work the shit in. You know how cold it would be actually to have to go like to start by like. I thought about getting somewhere. it myself. I mean, I know I'm a girl, but. <laughs> I would started like back here somewhere, went around down here, and then just down my hand. It'd be awesome. But I thought about getting it myself. Yeah, I know. That'd probably be kind of weird though for me, I guess. No. I told that tattoos a tattoo. There was a, a tattoo a I was tattoo. gonna get one time, and somebody told me that it's not feminine, so I shouldn't get it. Like, it's a tattoo. <laughs> it's it's not feminine, so you shouldn't get it. Okay, well, neither is murder apparently, but we do it pretty well too. You gonna keep talking like that? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how many you know how many chicks murder dudes out there? It's real common. <laughs> Equality and murder too, buddy. I thought about you the other day. Uh-huh. Um, usually usually funny, but yeah. It was remember when we used to play 007 and Duke Nukem and yeah. all that shit? Yeah. I was thinking about you the other day and I was like, God, I wish we could do that right now. <laughs> Duke Nukem sixty four, double oh seven the world is not enough. Yeah. Yeah, because you would be like, All right, stay right here in this room and I'll be right back. And you would go kick everybody's ass and then come back and I'd I'm like, like what? I'd be like, Hey, watch this door with a shotgun. Everybody comes in, you blow them away immediately. And you would, we would too. do you that would flag dudes. challenge. Yeah, we'd do capture the flag. I'd go out. If they'd be trying to hunt me down, I'd lead them to you. You'd get mad kills. You know what always shocked me, though? While I was guarding the flag. My favorite gun was a sniper rifle. You would be right behind the person that was coming to get it, and they wouldn't mm. even know it. I have and no idea. You would gun them down. I'm like, where the hell did you come from? Dude? Well, I'm a fart in the wind. You catch <laughs> a whiff, and I'm gone. <laughs> I don't know how you always end up right behind them. I'm good like that. You're like, I followed him down from the elevator or the stairs or something. Like, I knew where he was going. I know exactly where he's going. He's only got And right when he got to the doorway, you just you Second he gets out. closed, done. Game over. Every time. It's because I was... I could figure out the algorithm. I could see their patterns. I knew what they would do, how they would do it, where they would go. Yeah. The only thing is, they had aimbot, so they could... You could nerf it a little bit, but not by much. They still could immediately murk you the second you walk through a door. That was fun, though. I mean, now, now, I'd be out there with you taking them on. Oh, yeah, no, but now you'd be. I, was, I don't know what it is. I was just so scared to You were like, I don't want to go out there. Commit to combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't commit to a firefight. Now, now. Though, you're, now you're riding on a fucking dragon. I might not be the best, but Dual I can Dual wielding shotguns. Ah, Rambo right. style. I can see you doing it. There was a game that I've been thinking about here lately, but I just don't know what it is. I mean... It's one that me and you used to play, but I don't know the name of it. And it had these weird rooms, and they had kind of like levels or something. And we were 
The fuck? I well, you have to give me more details. It's okay. There's a. It's like some of it's outside. It's like a uh, kind of like kind of like an open field, and then there's like parts where you can go inside. And there's like these levels of like metal platforms. And I don't, know. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's 007 or Duke Nukem. Well, there was always well, there was Torok. We played Torok too. Seeds of Evil. We played that. Um, that? Uh, you know Torok, Dinosaur Hunter. We were hunting something. We it was me and you against two other things. Well, it was probably that. It might have been Torok too. I don't know. I've been thinking about that here lately, and I can't figure out what but game that is. There was also one called Armorings. We barely played any of because it was a rental, but it was we one didn't we played play a lot. Uh, I doubt it was that then. I don't know. Actually, no, it might have been because we did actually get a copy at some point, and it didn't last long. Um, I have no idea. I, I can't even tell you. I don't know. It's pretty damn long ago. Too yeah, long ago. We were kids. Childhood me has been traumatized a lot since then. So, I love when shit. Dad played, though. That was fun. When Dad would game? Yeah. Yeah. Mom awesome. tried to say, try to act like she played a lot, though. I don't really She played a little playing. bit of Mortal Kombat Mythologies, and she found a way to beat Scorpion. That was it. And then when she did it, and I watched her do it a few times, I was like, oh, hell, that's easy. She was like, my favorite's Mario. I'm like, I don't remember right, well, you playing Mario with us. You barely played Mario. You just like the way it looks. Oh, Super man. Mario 64. Like it was her game. I yeah. all the time. You played it like four times at the most, bitch. Who was in there throwing Bowser off the map? That was me. Speed. <laughs> Liz is sometimes, too. Dad was in there with it. Had like you something. No. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Back to the chest. I think you asked me something else about the chest. Um, I know you started to, and then you just said, what was my favorite thing about it? And you were like, I'm just going to ask you one question at a time about it. But, um, I will say this. My favorite thing with chess, my favorite thing to play with chess was always black. I always wanted to play black. Because white had to go first. So I always wanted to be black. If I got to choose, it was black. So... That way, I didn't have to go first, and I could I could see what your opening move was, and then from there, then all the different potential or different possibilities opened up. If I had to go first, mm-hmm. I would make a move that I knew would be slightly unorthodox if I could, or really, I want to say, potentially devastating, or it was just flat out fucking bait, because I would bait the shit out of people. And so, Aaron made a proposal, or Mr. Stranger Danger. Uh-huh. He made a proposal. He said that we should do an episode with him, with me and him on my show where we just play chess and we talk. You should. We play chess and talk and we see if we can focus on the conversation and playing chess at the same time. I was like, that's. I was like, I would fucking love that. So before I'll I pick for- you apart though. Go ahead. Before I forget, if there was ever a tournament against adults or I guess kids and adults or whatever in Owensboro, would you take it? Hell yeah, I would go into that. And there was a jackpot. Obviously, well, I would murder. <laughs> murder. I'd, I'd go wholesale on that shit. I would easily jump into that shit. Okay, that... My best opponent that I've ever faced was me. (laughs) That, but... Okay, say... Jesus Christ. I hadn't... You haven't played him yet? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) There's a jackpot. Okay, what if there was a class and they needed an instructor? Would you take it and they paid good money? if If people wanted to teach and they were willing to pay... Or wanted to teach, wanted uh, wanted to learn, and they wanted to pay a teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd do it. Hell yeah, I'd do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. And I would teach you. I would teach you everything that I could possibly teach you. That I would teach you ways to just be to be better at the game than just limiting yourself to set strategies. Because you'll have people that'll get they'll get bogged down by strategy. 
Alright, I want to... Sometimes wanna, freeform chaos is the best way to play. I want to switch gears. Go ahead. I'm, about to, I'm gonna focus this on you for a while. Okay. Because I feel like you focus on a lot of other people, people that are on your show, but you don't really focus on you so much. Nah, I try not to. So, I want to focus on your terror ratings. Am I saying that right? Terror. Tarot. Terror ratings. Tarot, yeah. yeah. Tarot. Like um, tarot. I think people have a a what's it called? A stigma. A stigma about them. Tell them. Not tell them. How do you feel about it? Like, uh, cause I think I'm wary of it. I've had people message me on yeah. Facebook and be like, I, I don't know about that stuff because that stuff's a sin and all stuff. That's what I'm talking Everything's about. Everything's a fucking sin to religion. That's what I'm talking about. Everything is a sin. Dirty yes. thoughts, dirty actions, being rude is a fucking sin. You can suck a fart out of my ass if you think something's a sin. It's it is entirely how you handle. It. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, you do what you do. It doesn't matter what the fuck they say. I want to make sure you're saved. Yeah, I don't want you to thin. Well, that's your fucking opinion. And my life is not your problem. What I do is what I do. And if you think this is evil, then don't do it then if you think it's evil. If you don't want it, then don't do it. Like, I've given, I've given tarot readings to Christians, Catholics, Protestants, pagans. I've given them to fucking everybody. Atheists. Everybody's gotten some. And I have equally blown minds across the board. I've so the message I got about it was like to me it's a tool. Aren't you worried that it, like something about the devil or um, that you're gonna go to hell or some shit like that? Welcome to hell. <laughs> like we're already here. <laughs> yeah, you're already in it, bud. Like this conversation is dumb as shit, and the and the thought processes that led you to this situation mm-hmm. are not fucking helping you. If you have that mentality and that mind, you will you will be in that mentality and in that reality. That will become yeah. your reality. To me, it's all just a big fucking game. Yeah. That's why I keep laughing about this shit. It's a big game. Yeah, people suffer and die and stuff like that. Whenever they do finally are dead and their spirit has moved on from this plane of existence to the next one, <laughs> they realize that, yeah, you can take it seriously, but you can have fun with shit. You can laugh. It's not that fucking serious, man. Shit isn't as bad as all that. It's it's this shit is moot. Enjoy you do what you can with what you have while you're here, but don't worry about what comes next. So if you want a fucking reading, get a fucking reading. If you're worried about the devil, then you will see the devil. Like it's it literally literally the devil's in the details. If you look for something, mm-hmm. you will find it. If you look for it, you will find it. You know, what you want that you put out there, you will get, I assure you. <laughs> You've gotta me. want something and mean something to see that thing, so if you if you are constantly worried about hell and the devil and shit like that and every mm-hmm. little thing that you do, you will find hell and the devil in every little thing mm-hmm. that you do. If you don't give a shit, then you won't see it. You won't deal with it. won't be your reality. You are where you put yourself at. So most people are like, are you worried about going to hell? Isn't it a sin? Sweetheart, you even asking me that technically is a sin. You going to an organized religion, which is against what you're talking you, about me. No, I'm talking about the people that worry oh. about that shit. You having an organized religious practice, going to church and shit like that, Jesus actively preached against that I in mean, his actual life. He much genuinely said, no, don't do that. It is like those people who are super invested in Jesus <laughs> and everything you do is a sin. Yeah. Those like people, somebody told me because I got into ghost hunting, yeah. they're like, are you scared that uh, you're going to go to hell for ghost hunting? I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? If being interested in the spiritual plane ghost gets everywhere. you... If getting interested in the spiritual plane gets you sent to hell, then... This whole system is stupid and rigged in the first place to make fun of it. Like, the sheer thought, the sheer thought of that is dumb as hell. Yeah. I love that shirt. 
I know. I was it's like, got, it, so. has, yeah, it has the great wave on it. Or but something similar. Actually, the reason yeah, why I brought similar. the, the tar tarot reading is because of that reaction that you got from my friend uh -huh. when she started crying because you were so on point. I was so That was probably accurate. the best reaction I've ever seen from somebody getting a reading. That's one of the best ones that I've had in terms thing. of the what? The nail thing. I was doing this. Yeah, that's good. I, I I fuck with the audio. I dim it so that way it's not bad. You're okay. I could go. And but she was, she cried to me and she was like, "He's right on point." I could tell because I could feel it. And she's a medium, and so whenever, it was just like. Whenever I saw her eyes start to water, I was like, "What am cried. I doing? What am I doing?" And then whenever she actually started to shed tears, I was like, "What the fuck did I do?" And she was like, and "He's he's the real deal." And I've only seen it get stronger over time. My rings have gotten have gotten. Have She's, gotten accurate. That's yeah. And the more that I do the readings and stuff, the more that she I have the decks, the more, stronger, more powerful yeah. it'll get. And it's one of those things where like I could, I'm getting, I'll get to the point where I'll be able to tell somebody exactly what the fuck, <laughs> like the scenario might be, but like I won't know specifically what it will be for them. But examples will pop into my head of what it could be, and mm -hmm. then because that's what happened with her. Yeah. I gave her examples of scenarios or what things might mean and stuff like that in the reading. And whenever I did that, apparently it was spot fucking on because my examples, the stuff that popped into my head that I should say that, that made sense to me and how it might relate and work out, that's what, it, that's what apparently it was. That's what made her start to cry whenever I gave even just a few examples in. I think it's also because, you know, okay, like somebody in our life like how they want every description and detail when they get a reading but not from them but from like say me or you because we are that person's kids her yeah. kids well i think it was really good that you know when you were giving her a reading i don't want to put her out there because she might not want to be out there um is that you didn't get too descriptive you know what i'm saying you didn't yeah. things that she didn't want somebody else to know you didn't say that so yeah. I mean, I don't like to. I don't like to do that. It's gonna be where if you're getting a reading from me, and if I do know details, I'm not gonna put them out there. Yeah, because I think you told me at that time you were trying to keep it private, anyways. I want to keep it. I want to keep it. I want to keep it contained. Yeah. Like if I do know and can give examples, uh, based on that, then I'll mm -hmm. keep them as vague as I can. But I want you to understand exactly what I'm saying. Because yeah. if I say it, you'll know. And now I don't have to have examples of a person's life to give them a level of accuracy like that now, yeah. because I can do that naturally now. I don't need another person like that, like like Miss Renfro. Mm -hmm. I've given her a reading and it was so frighteningly accurate. It threw me the fuck off mm -hmm. the way the reading was. Like the reading was, it was a very interesting reading, yeah. and it had a really big emphasis on time. And uh, based on her sign, because I'm a Scorpio, you know, you're a Libra, stuff like that. Based on her sign, that sign is ruled by time. Yeah. It's involved with time very intimately. So whenever her reading showed up like a fucking clock, mm -hmm. with emphasis on clocks in the pictures of the cards, like, that threw me the fuck off. Like, I shit you not, like, the, uh, the five and the way that I do my readings or whatever, the card at the very top was both hands pointing up to 12 on the clock. The card mm -hmm. at the very bottom was both hands pointing down at six. Um, like 100% I was like this is fucking crazy and it I'm, was the reading went in reverse yeah like I read it like I normally do and it threw me off because I was like this is weird it's like this reading is going backwards that is exactly what it was the reading was going backwards oh wow it was fucking crazy and then she actually explained it to me I was like oh my god that makes so much more sense now uh -huh. it's like that threw me the fuck off I was like this is probably one of the most accurate frighteningly accurate readings that I've given in a long time um, like 
And I've given some accurate readings, like some holy shit readings, but like this was ridiculous. So I'm I'm very particular about readings. Um, I don't. Oh, we're getting close to break time. Go ahead. Necessarily, um, I don't like to get readings from a lot of people, and I don't like them to be like I don't like a lot of readings. I mean, that's. And I really think if you get a reading from somebody, it should be someone you can trust, and it shouldn't be picked up the vibration a little bit. It shouldn't be somebody who forces you into a reading. Like I have been, or. who knows well, about your life? That's because she's and then ego. puts it into the reading. Like so, I'm very particular. And if I come to you, which would be rarely, I would want you know. You have to, an actual reading, not somebody who sits there and looks at a card and then thinks um, about your life and puts it into I'm, a card. I'm glad that you say that because the way that I the, this is the way that I do the reading. Yeah. It's when you want one, you will find me. Yeah. When you want one, you'll let me know. And or if you need one and you don't know how to ask or you just don't have the time to think about asking, I'll think of you and I'll think immediately of like, you know, I think they need a reading. Like, it will, I will be, it will book, it will come to me that you need one. Yeah. And then I'll be like, hey, um, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? So like, I'll, I'll ease into mm-hmm. it. I'll be like, would you like a reading? Because you keep popping it in my head that you need one. And every single time that that's happened, it's always been, oh God, yes, I need one. Like every fucking time. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't force my shit on it. And then and like I like you, that. Yeah. And like you said, with her being like, oh, okay, well, I need to think about it. like just forcing the show on you. It's, Whenever you try to force it on somebody, that then involves your ego. Yeah, and then she's it's, like, you uh, can't here, have that. Let me do a reading for you, and I'm like, um, I don't want one. And she's just like, oh come on, it won't take that long. And I'm like, no, I don't want one. And she's like, well, I'm just gonna do it anyways. And I'm like, isn't that supposed to be my say if I want a reading on myself? <laughs> you want to know something funny? What? I let her give me one once. It was so asinine and fucking stupid. I was like, this is the most bass backwards. I was like, you're not giving me a reading, you're giving you a reading. It's like, this doesn't fucking apply to me at all. It's like, this yeah, is dead ass wrong. It really made me like laugh because it was things that were happening in that moment. Like, how does the card know what's going to happen in that moment? Like, well, see, that's the thing. It's like, that's you can't she put ego into it. That's why I don't charge, that's why I don't mm-hmm. do anything. I let you pick the deck that I use, the person, mm-hmm. the seeker. That's what they're called. They're called a seeker. That's what they're called. They're the person who is getting the reading is mm-hmm. called the seeker. I am the reader, so I read, they seek. They're seeking answers, I read them the back. The, I translate for the universe, so to speak. That's what I call it, I'm the translator. Um, but it's one of those things where you come to me when you want it, so that way I'm not forcing it on you. There's no yeah. ego there. When you do get it, I don't charge money. It's mm-hmm. entirely free, because it's an, it's you're paying me with your time. Yeah. We are sharing energy and experience together. As far as I'm concerned, the time, the energy, and the experience, that is your payment. Yeah. And I am merely helping you along your path. If you, I'm shining a light down the hallway so you can see it better. That's all I'm doing. And you pick which door you go through and all that shit. It is entirely on the on the seeker. I'm not remotely putting any ego in this at all. I take nothing into the. I call it. I, I refer to it as the drift because I saw Pacific Rim a lot. Yeah. And that's what they called it whenever they linked minds with somebody to mm-hmm. to coordinate with the giant robots or whatever to move that shit. But it, I call it the drift because I take nothing into the drift because it's. I don't want to taint it with anything. That's why I insist on neutral ground. Like here. Like here at the spot. Mm-hmm. The spot coffee and finery in Owensboro, Kentucky. Fantastic coffee shop. I recommend it highly. <laughs> I just throw that in Was there. Was that an ad? 
<laughs> basically, yes. I love Jacob. He's great. His business is fantastic. The coffee's good. I mean, you're, you've got a fucking ice Danny boy right now, so. You know, the atmosphere here is perfect, but I consider places of neutral ground. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. I need neutral ground whenever I give a reading. The more neutral, the better. The less judgmental, the better. Like, I couldn't do this in a fucking church, you know? Yeah. I'd get a headache just walking on the property, so. Now, how do you feel about, like, um, like somebody trying to get a reading on you without your knowledge and you're not present? It won't come out accurate at all. If you no, should, I'm going with it. I know, because she does that. She's had a reading. She says she's had readings on all of us, a lot of them. Yeah, that doesn't work. You can't force readings. You can't force them to, to happen or to be accurate. You can't. Resna. Oh, cute. But you can't force a tarot reading. You I've always wondered about that. You I, can't force it on people. You can't do it for them from a distance. You can't do it without their knowledge. They have to be involved or the reading won't be accurate at all. It's always made me really upset about stuff like that. <laughs> because she's always tried to go behind my back and get readings, and I'm like, is it, I mean, is it not, from one even not, accurate? Is it even... They'll never be accurate because you weren't there. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that it could be. The she's only always way asking the reading, if I'm going to boyfriend or have kids or something like the, the only way the reading is ever accurate is if mm-hmm. the seeker, the person getting the reading, or who is the target of the reading, is present. You have to be there. It requires your connection. See, I don't know this stuff, so... And a lot of people fucking don't, apparently. You've got to have a connection (laughs) at some point. If you can't connect that person's energy, you can't give them a reading. You can't. Anybody that says otherwise is fucking wrong or a liar. It requires a connection of spirit to actually give a good reading. If you can't connect via spirit, you can't create a good reading. It won't be accurate at all. You'll be full of shit and lying. And I'm not interested in lying. There is no ego in this. Whenever I do it, I don't ask for money. I don't ask for shit. If you give me a tip, fantastic. I'll use own gas or some shit like that. But as far as I'm concerned, there is no ego in this whatsoever. I want you to learn what you need to learn from the universe and from your soul, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, your higher self, all that shit. Whatever you need to know, you will know. You will learn it. You will see it in your life. It will unfold before you. I have nothing to do with it except I'm telling you what the hell the cards mean. Yeah. And I try to do it in a way that makes you laugh or softens the blow if it's bad. Excuse me, it's if so it's funny, bad. Though, when so funny, when she gets readings on you, you want to hear about that? It's, well, she's real quick, always... one second. Uh, with my readings, I give good and bad options. I don't, I don't oh, remotely, sorry. I don't force shit. It's entirely, you pick which path you take, therefore I tell you the good and the bad. Go ahead, she gets readings on me, it's always what? Well, before when she, remember when I lived in Pembroke? Yeah. She got a reading on you one time, she got a reading on all of us. She said, I'm really scared about Tim's because it's not looking good. And she was that serial killer shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look how you turned out. Though. <laughs> I mean, the only thing, the only serial that I kill right now is <laughs> Golden Grams. All right. Chick-fil-A. Oh, God, I've, I've ruined some Chick-fil-A. Actually, Chick-fil-A ruins me. I know it's me. not cereal, but. No, but I mean, it's, it's cereal is in like, it's what, a continuous repeat. That's what it was. It was just like, oh God, I'm worried because Tim's doesn't look good. You know how I said like if you that. put your ego in it, you see, if you look for the, if you want to, if you're looking for the bad, you see the bad. Mm-hmm. She's looking for the bad in that. Mm-hmm. She sees the bad. She's a fucking idiot. It's just crazy that she's getting reading on you and you don't want you to do You get more brain cells out of a, you can go outside, pick up a mm-hmm. rock, lick it one good time and it'll be more, it'll have more brain cells than that woman could have in her fucking head. It's always irritated me. I just, I don't, I don't care if it's not accurate. I don't want a reading on me. I don't, if I don't want it, I don't want it. Spiritually, that woman is genuinely dumber than a box of rocks. She has no mm-hmm. fucking idea. That's why I tried to steer our aunt away from her spiritual guidance or whatever from mm-hmm. that, from that bitch. Because I was like, look, she doesn't fucking know what she's talking about. 
And I was like, she might have an understanding that there is a spiritual side to things, but she has no fucking connection to it. Yeah. She's walked that shit out since she was a kid, and now that she thinks she's all witchy and shit, that it's gonna work. No, that is entirely of the mind and ego. She has no heart or soul in that. Therefore, there is no spiritual connection at all. Yeah. If she has a soul, it's barely alive. Yeah. Like, that thing is clinging to life. It's a thread dangling over the abyss. And it is, it's, she's clinging for dear life over the empty chasm that is her fucking existence. Well, I will say that reading, that last reading you gave me, which has been, what, last year? Yeah, it's been a minute, yeah. <laughs> it really, you know, it was like on point for one, but it really made me see a lot of things, honestly. It helped. It gave you a new perspective. I was in a, in a yeah, I was in a spot, and it, it really helped. And that's like coincidentally, we were in the spot when you did. So yeah, yeah, we were here. We were literally much, yeah. at that table. Yeah, because I think at that Actually, time we at it was one. like I was going through like a, a rough patch. Yeah, I just got my house. I couldn't afford to really do much, and now things are so much better. And after I got a reading, it made me feel better. That's, that's what it does. It's sort of like venting the pressure spiritually and, and psychologically at that point as well. Yeah. Because your spirit, your soul, whatever, the universe, can be doing things without your awareness. Mm -hmm. You yourself, the person that makes decisions and experiences this whole thing, without your, without your, I guess, awareness of it. Like, you don't know what's going on. You're, yeah. just, you're, you're just reacting to shit, supposedly. You're experiencing this shit, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? This is a way to vent the pressure uh, that's built up to help alleviate some of the pressure and to show you what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Like... Um, in, my friend Indigo, mm -hmm. she's gotten a few readings from me. They have been very accurate, and she's she's cried during a few of them because they gave yeah. her what she needed to know, so she knew what the fuck was going on. Um, which I will say this: this was this was a funny reading that I gave Stranger Danger. Mm -hmm. I, whenever I was doing the the stuff at Meta, the first one that I did at Meta, he yeah. showed up for. It. He was there. <clears throat> he was coming by that day, and he happened to be there the day that I was there. So he got a reading for his group. Mm -hmm. because he was the he created the group the Eric Circle of Artists because he created that and he was live streaming it uh, the reading there was that connection through him so I was able to give an accurate reading to a fucking Facebook group that he made like figure that shit out and so far it's been it's been steady and accurate so which is weird to me that I gave a reading to a Facebook group and it worked just uh, curious was fucking weird are you going to give any more readings at the Metro? At Meta? Meta, yes. Well, that's, we have to, she and I need to actually coordinate and set up time. I would like to, don't get me wrong, but with how I work, it'd have to be whenever I have a three-day weekend. Yeah. And because I would need I would need to do it the first day off and have the two days afterwards to recover. Yeah. Because that's going to, that would be, it would be very draining. It'd have to be a Friday. Um, I could probably do it on a Saturday, but that Monday's going to be rough. Yeah. So, you know, that's where it should. But um, we need to go to a break. So, because this has been one long-ass fucking segment. It's been almost 40 minutes. We talked about good things, though. We did. And um, actually, you helped me, like, figure a lot of things out with, like, readings and things like that. I didn't even know about. So the morning. Now I know it's not right. Yeah, I know. She's been fucking dead wrong the entire time. But um, we're going to go to a break. Fee, you start thinking about a song you want to hear. I'll do my little outro spiel. Um, or you want me to play for the people? As well, they get How back there and blend the one, fuck I'll up. I'll get the next one because I'm just like brain dead right now. I can do that. <laughs> I listened to it earlier and I was trying to record an episode and I gave the fuck up on it. I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Real quick, if you've enjoyed this and you'd like to help me pay a $232 fucking OMU bill, which is electricity, that's expensive. Um, water's covered in rent. Hooray. 
But if you'd like to help me financially in some way whatsoever, every penny helps. You can do so via Cash App and PayPal. Cash App is hashtag Discount Walter White, all one word. I do accept Bitcoins, toss coin to your Walter, and I might be able to afford a fucking electricity bill. And um, if you'd like to help me via PayPal, if you don't have Cash App, then PayPal is at insoa117. That is at symbol I N S O A 117. And um, throw a throw a dime or two my way. Appreciate that. Like I said, every penny helps. Um, <coughs> And it goes to it goes to helping keep me afloat, so to speak, because I am drowning right now, and yeah, I can swim, but I can't breathe underwater. So, you know, there's that. Um, as far as the song goes, it's going to be um, "Begging" by Mainskin or M A N E S K I N Maneskin. I don't know. It goes "Begging, Begging You." Okay, well, you're going to get to it. So, anyway, we'll be right back after that. Y'all enjoy the uh, music, and when we come back, we'll figure what the fuck we're going to talk about. I have no idea. We'll figure it out on the break. So, yeah, we're kind of just going off a whim. Yeah, it's, all, it's <laughs> off cuff. I'm enjoying this, though. Like, I've enjoyed this. I've got to say some shit that I wanted to say that I completely fucking forgot about and flatlined on. And I got to go ahead and correct some mistakes as far as, like, understanding goes with, regarding that fucking idiot's readings. So, anyway... We'll come back. I'm going to go and uh, figure out what the fuck I want because I want something to drink, I think. I think I might want an automatcha. I don't know. You need to come here. Seriously, the spot coffee and found here on Spark Kentucky. Check it out. Love it. Anyway, hugs and kisses. Enjoy the music. We'll be right back. Put your loving hand out, baby. Yeah, 
I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand now, baby. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand now, darling. I'm finding hard to hold my own. Just can't make it all alone. I'm holding on, I can't fall back. I'm just a call, but your face is black. I'm begging, begging you, put your loving hand out, baby. I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, darling. I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, baby. I'm begging, begging you to put your loving hand out, darling. I'm begging. Begging you to put your love in the hand out, baby. I'm begging, begging you to put your love in the hand out. All right, welcome back. That was Monskin. Monskin. I don't know. I think it's like Munchin. I think is actually you're supposed to pronounce it. We looked it up. Me and Courtney did. Yeah. Fucking ever ago. Um, we looked it up and like that's what it said though but yeah that was begging by Munchkin and uh, if you didn't enjoy that that's your problem you'll get to hear that on the way home so oh, okay. I'll play it for you but it's a pretty good song I dig it alright but yeah y'all gonna get ambient noise in the background because that's the whole point that's why we're here let's see I mentioned to you on the break that I'd tell you about the uh, the German chick that I met who she actually she had lived in California previously uh, before moving here and then she uh, she had a 1776 tattoo she's more patriotic the German chick more patriotic than most of the people that she knew in California so and she said that they didn't like that tattoo very much in California I was like oh no but I love that tattoo yeah. I was like, it's a nice 1776 tattoo. She said, oh, yeah, they don't like that in California very much. I said, of course not. I fucking love it, though. I was like, uh, I was like it's patriotic. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, 1776 all the way. Hell, yeah. Independence, baby. All right. Um, I'm delightfully patriotic, so let's see. But, yeah, no, whenever I actually mentioned that I would love to have her on my podcast, because I would love to get to talk to somebody who's from California who left because of how bad it was, and she saw the decline. She lived there for six years. Mm -hmm. And so she got to see it the last six years going from 2016 up to now. And she said, six years ago it was so nice and so beautiful, and now it's just, I was like, yeah, now it's a rat hole, yeah. Now it's it's an unholy shithole. Well, I know somebody who lives there currently, and they said, whatever you do, Felicia, don't move here, ever, because it is yeah. a bad place. Okay. Sam, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. she came back for a week. You see that? Came back yeah, for a visit? Yeah, she should be here until about August something. Yeah, she was miserable in a video she posted. She was like, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. I was like, be all right. Walk it off. I was like, be sure to come back for your annual visit. Right. <laughs> Once a year, get miserable, you know. <clears throat> But no, whenever I mentioned that I had a podcast I wanted to be on, she asked about it. And the German lady, she asked about it, and I was like, yeah, it's called the Blue Skies Mix. And um, she said, Blue Skies Mix? I said, yeah. I was like, I actually have a card for it, because I'm that kind of a nerd. And I gave her my card, and she saw that it said tarot on it on one side for the Blue Sky Designs. And uh, I was like, yeah, I make jewelry, too. 
And she said, ooh, tarot. Like, she'd always wanted to get one, but she never got involved in it because she didn't, like, know, like, how that would work or what, yeah. what, what, what all that would entail. I was like, it's one of those things where if you want one, you get one. Screw everything else. Have you ever thought about having Sam on here? Because she was in oh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have her on here. I need to hit her up. She said she's here until when? Uh, August something. It's like the 6th or something like that. I mean, that would be tomorrow. So. Is it? Yeah, today's the fifth. Yeah, my OMU bill is due today, so. It's, it's, it might be longer than that. I'm not that sure. I know it's like August something. She's gonna bill's going to fucking destroy me. Get paid 250 bucks for the last week. 232 of it's about to fucking vanish. Hooray! This coffee is so good. I love this thing. Latte, oat milk, cinnamon, raw sugar, and whip. That's all it's got in it. Fantastic latte. <clears throat> because I don't give a damn. It could be 115 degrees outside. I'm getting me a latte. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's hot outside. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Pour that lava juice in that cup, motherfucker. I'm trying to drink it. Look, it's 110 degrees outside. What are you doing? I'm warming up my guts to match the temperature outside. Right. If I'm hotter inside, I, the fire in me burned hotter than the fire around me. Like that sort of thing. You know something silly? Uh, when I was getting my coffee, I couldn't remember if it was hot or cold outside. So I was like, wait, is so iced you know, coffee a good choice? The weather, the weather is like, the weather. we have weather like it should be cold outside. Like it's gloomy. Like this, outside, you look outside, this should be fall. Like... But it's hot as shit still. Cause you know, well, it's like 75. When it's like fucking beaming outside, you know I'm freezing, so it feels warm. Oh yeah, you're always you're always cold. Yeah. yeah. So when winter hits, you're gonna be an ice block walking around, like like frosted fucking snow girl out there. Snow's pretty and all, but it's not me. <laughs> it's not for you. Florida weather is what you need. Mm. All the way. Mm, damn. Break my neck real quick. Oh. Okay. But yeah, no. Um, she mentioned tarot and stuff, and I was like, "You should totally." Like, I was like, "Hit me up on Facebook." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Message me on there. You can get one. They're all free." So. So what got you into jewelry making? Whenever I was homeless, mm-hmm. uh, the second or third time that I was homeless, and I was sleeping on that cot behind Pete's oh, yeah. outside of Kay's. Kay gave me all that jewelry she had. I just sat out there for a while. I was like, I've got these little multi-tools. I can take this shit apart. Mm-hmm. I was like, I bet I can make new stuff out of this old stuff. It's exactly what I did. I made some beautiful little pieces, too, out of the old shit she gave me. She just gave it to me. She's like, you might do something with this. Do, like, necklaces. I was like, all right. She just dumped all of her old shit she didn't want anymore on me. I was like, hell yeah. And I made some beautiful shit with it. Some beautiful stuff. Uh, Kaya got one. Kayla got one. And Courtney got one. Mm-hmm. Made one for each of them. And uh, everyone, I'm lost. Them. So, yeah. But they were all young back then, anyway. Yeah. You know, just vanished like a fart in the wind. But um, you know, that's not neither here nor there. But that's that's what got me interested. I was like, when I get older, I want to do this some more. And then I had a dream about it. Like a, within a year, I had a dream about doing that and selling it. Like like literally, I shoot you not just like this almost. Except like I showed up. Yeah, showing up. With, with jewelry to, to drop off and to pick up payment and then leave again. Like, that's exactly what the fuck it was. I had a yeah. dream like that, and I was like, I know for a fact I'm going to do that in the future. I know yeah. I'm going to do it, and that's exactly what the fuck I'm doing now. And granted, the dream helped instill that in me more. Mm-hmm. Like, it solidified that, yes, indeed, you will do this. Like, this, you can do this. This is something you can do. And look at you. Oh, yeah. And I've had dreams of me having a bunch of orders piled up and being stressed out because there are so many orders and I just don't have the fucking time yeah like to do anything outside of the orders like it's either do the orders or just suffer 
like one of the two. So, you know, that's what it wound up being. And it, uh, like, I think it's funny how, like, just dreaming about that shit, I was like, I see myself doing it. I was wearing a black trench coat at the time, too. So, so this was your, years before I even had one. What would you say is your favorite thing about doing it? I would say it's meticulous creation. Normally, I hate tedious, meticulous things, small detail shit, like stuff that requires small attention, like really like focus on little bitty fucking things. Yeah. Usually, I hate that shit, but if I choose to do it, then I love it. So, as far as it making jewelry goes, I enjoy yeah. making jewelry. I just don't have the time to dedicate solely to making jewelry. I don't have the time to dedicate solely to any one thing. I've always got something to, to quote Rex Robinson. I've always got a project on the easel. There's always something I'm fucking working on. And, like... I mean, if it's not on the easel, it's in the mind. I mean that's well yeah like it's one of those things where like if I'm not if I'm not doing shit I'm gonna write that name (laughs) oh is it 12 it is nice but yeah um let's see as far as uh making stuff goes like Whenever, whenever my little displays here get empty, that's whenever I make something I need to replace it. Like, I've got one empty right now, the hanging one that's empty. I need yeah. to fix something to replace that, but I'm not going to do that until after we're done here. When we're done, I'll come back later with just my, with just my kit to make something, and I'll make another one to put out. Um, I'll make something different than what I sold. But so, what's your favorite piece that you've done? Whether it's, it's for somebody or something that you've put out. It's some that I've worked on that um, aren't here. Like, they've already been bought. They've already been bought. What's your favorite? I don't know what it is. I guess it's our heritage. I just love Indian stuff. I love Indian names. Okay. And it's the Indian necklaces that you do. The Hokey people necklaces. Yeah. yeah. Like that one that's over there right now. That's <laughs> up there. That's called, uh, that's called Hokey Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I love that that word only came to me in a dream. Like, I had no idea what that word was when I woke up. I was like, what the fuck? Hokey, Hokey Nation? What the fuck is that? So you don't see um, a lot of people out here, you know, I don't know how to put it, like, like rapping Indian stuff much. Like, if you do, it's like, I think it's because people are too afraid now. Yeah. People are too scared to do shit like that. Oh, it's cultural appropriation. Fuck you, that's part of my heritage. I was visited by a dreamwalker and an apprentice dreamwalker. She was teaching him how to be a dreamwalker, and I was the one that she decided to bring him to. And that's the reason I even know the name Hokey, because she said that they were, they were from the Hokey nation. Hokey is a Navajo word meaning the abandoned or lost, the forgotten. Abandoned, lost, and forgotten. So they were part of the forgotten nation. And he looked bewildered. He was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he could see some shit about me that, that you couldn't see in a mirror, you know? So I don't know if this is appropriate to talk in your channel, but while I'm thinking about it, because you're here. Go ahead. And I haven't talked to you about it yet. You're good. Okay, you You're wearing the girls, Joe's Crab Shack shirt. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Go ahead. Remember when, uh... And then, okay, you remember, like, those times, like... You went through things. Yeah, look, look at what I keep seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All over the place. Okay, you know how you used to tell me about your, like you would kind of like dream something or something and it would come true. It would happen, yeah. Somebody I know actually told me that they did the same thing, and they said it's freaking them out because they would dream it and they like they. You know, in a world, you never think things like that would happen. You, you would. never think you would dream something and it would happen. Or you never yeah. think that you would have deja vu so much and it have, you know, things yeah. that you didn't think would happen. happen. And she said, 
It's weird because she would dream it and then it would happen. And she said it's been happening for weeks now. And I haven't heard her talk about it here recently, but she said right after she dreamed it, that day it would happen. And she was just like, have you ever had anything happen like that? And I'm like, oh, I know somebody who would just get in on this oh, yeah. right now. She's having short-range premonitions. Yeah. I call it short-range because it's the day before immediately. Yeah. Whereas mine are more long-term. Like, everything that I've been experiencing my entire life, I've dreamt about before it's happened. And so, see, I thought it was like, and it's still like today. a deja vu moment. And I asked her, and she said, it's, no, I dreamed it. it starts and I was like, well, that's more Tim's thing. It starts as deja vu. The dreams you don't remember mm-hmm. usually are the deja vus. Yeah. Like, that's you dream of your future before it happens, usually. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of people, wow, there's a lot of honesty and truth in what I just said. Like, I felt actual truth in that. That's interesting. I haven't felt like that in a while. Um, in terms of like that inner feeling of, of peace for a split second. Mm-hmm. Like a part of me was like, this is truth. I was like, holy shit, okay. Well, she had asked um, if it meant anything. I mean, it's, it's... So I don't know what to say because I don't really dream it, it and then it happens. I mean, it kind of does. It kind of does mean something, but it's one of those where she can choose to... to what she sees, she has the option to change. Mm-hmm. But only if she becomes consciously aware of the fact that she has the option. Yeah. Like, it's nothing that you see is guaranteed to happen. For instance, um, to give an example, I have constantly been experiencing what you would call deja vu. It's a non-stop thing now. It's not deja vu anymore. It's a non-stop thing. So it's just part of my awareness. Part of yeah. my mind or my awareness, whatever you want to call it. The thing that is me... Mm-hmm is constantly watching this stuff unfold and then yeah. the me that is actively living right now talking to you mm-hmm. is getting to see it before it happens does that make sense yeah like i've dreamt about my entire life before it happened yeah so like before anything happened uh like any if i've worked somewhere i've dreamt of working there before like even right now the two places that i work i've dreamt of working there before Mm-hmm. But because of things happening, because of small changes versus, I call them variants, yeah. um, because of small variations on things, what I've seen is not what's playing out. Yeah. I see it extremely close, but it's not what is actually true. It's not true to form. Mm-hmm. It's not like what I see is not guaranteed to play out exactly as it is. Yeah. And, the one, and the times that I can directly change that, I do. <laughs> Because there is always a choice. So if you ever see me pause for a moment, like if you get a weird feeling, and like I'm talking and then I just pause for a moment, that's me changing the play it plays out. I'm changing the script, so to speak. I'm changing the way that things are playing. And it's a small scale thing that I'm doing, but I'm actively able to do it. Like I actively can do it. So like even the conversation we're having right now, all of this shit I've already seen, but... It's something that, because of something that I did last night instead of doing it today, or something that I did today instead of doing it last night, it's changing how it plays out. Mm-hmm. So it's like actively altering the future. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like, get what you're saying. The part of me that is seeing all this stuff unfold, or that has, that has already been through it, and is watching this stuff pop up, what I would call deja vu now, I guess, or what, you, what we would call deja vu now, that's something like, oh, hey, here's a decision or here's a, here's a pivot point, you know, like you can, you, this is what you know was said originally, this is what you can say, or this, you can just not say anything at all. Yeah. And it's, it's you, it's literally you pick your path. 
and that's how it, that's how it works. Yeah. She's being shown the ability to pick our path. She's being shown that. That's what permissions are. Sometimes, like to people who are like, well, you can't change the future. Yes, you can. You can change things. You can actively change things. I know because I'm living proof. I'm constantly doing it, and it's something that if I wasn't supposed to, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't meant to be able to do this, I wouldn't be able to do this. People get really fucking shitty about stuff because they see movies and shit. They see movies and they're like, oh god, yeah. Like, fucking calm down. Alright, that's that's fucking Hollywood. Fuck Hollywood, first of all. Second of all, reality is not a movie. It can play out like that. You can have lines, that, things that you'll say that'll sound like a fucking movie quote. Like I said something beautiful the other day. Yeah. I was complaining about how a company companies don't like to give shit to their employees and the employees need to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm on the front lines. I'm in the trenches. You can give me a shovel and a shotgun. Like, if you don't give me a shovel and a shotgun, we ain't gonna win this war. Right. Like, which that's, you know, that's exactly it. That's a line from a fucking movie if ever I've heard one. Like, I'm in the trenches. If you don't give me a shovel and a shotgun, we ain't gonna win this war. Like, that's right, yeah. That's 100% true. When it, comes to, when it comes to business, if you aren't willing to give the things that your employees need to do their fucking jobs, you won't have clientele and employees who are willing to do the jobs because they won't have what they need. Like, that's that sort of shit. That's a movie quote, I swear to God, but life isn't a fucking movie. It is to you, like, as you live it in the moment, you are experiencing your life. You're so watching the shit unfold. Do you think it's a good idea to keep a dream journal considering, considering she needs to, yes. that, yeah, it, that she dreams it and it plays out? 100% she needs to. Yeah. Like, I think she asked me about that, too. She needs to keep a dream journal. I would love to be, like, to get in touch with her. You already know who it is. I'm just not saying her name. I mean, can you give me We're a hint? close. Very close. Who, who, who's a female that I'm really close with? Starts with a T. <laughs> No shit. Swear to God. Really? I don't know if she's still doing it, but she talked to, to me about it like a month or so ago. My brain keeps saying the one that starts with an A. Resnas? Yeah. The one who said... No. We kind of fell out. She went through a lot of... Oh my God, a lot of stuff, but no. Fuck all it's, that. It's uh, the one that starts with a T. Gotcha. I just don't want to mention her because... You're fine. She's cool. She's close to me and... I would go to bat for her, so. Anyhow. So, yeah, she had asked me, and I just, I didn't know. She said she looked up a couple of things. I, was, I talked to her about it. But that's been like a, it's been like a while ago. Best way to get information that you want is to go to the source. Yeah. So, you know. She said it just really freaked her out. Oh, yeah, no. It, it, it'll like freak you out. You'll feel like you're stuck in a time loop or some shit. It'll freak you out. If you get too into it or whatever, it'll fuck your brain. Your awareness will freak out. You'll have like a weird existential moment and shit. Sort of like a midlife crisis, but way too early. Do you ever sit around and like look at everything and be like, oh my God, I'm supposed to have a charger that looks just like that? Does that make sense to you? Or do you ever like look at your house and be like, I can't believe like this is the house I'm supposed to have because it looks like it was made for someone like you didn't. If it makes any sense. Am I the only person that thinks like that? If it makes any sense. Hold on. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Trust me. I'm just I'm picking and choosing still right now like I wasn't kidding it's a constant thing like even right now I wasn't kidding when I said this conversation right now I'm still experiencing that I'm picking and choosing so I get it trust me but um (laughs) it's just wild especially when you look when you look at what you have to know that 
that house was made specifically for you to come to you in town or that car was made for you but it had to go through some stuff in order to get to you in time so I, I don't know I'm just thinking I'm always well, thinking I mean, about stuff I sit at home alone so with dogs I'm good. always thinking part of my frustration is seeing where things could have went given how things played out mm-hmm. where things could be now that's been part of my frustration here lately part of what's been pissing me off um, is knowing what could have been what really should have been and how it was taken from me given how everything played out like for instance me losing my job at Menards losing that job I was supposed to have kept it but because of that shit that I went through because I was forced to go through that experience instead I'm sorry because something trust me I fucking agree that I'm I'm not gonna lie though not to cut you off I'm glad I didn't experience it because you know that would have fucking terrified me I, I tell you what, I, I was talking about this earlier. I think it was earlier. I don't know. But part of the reason why I went through all that shit is so that way I could go through it first. So because of all that shit that I went through in 2018, I, I basically, I, I, was, I was dragged to the top of the fucking mountain against my will. Um, it's, to, put it into, to put this in the sense, you know uh, Cosmo? Moontide? Cosmo? Yes, yes. Okay, me and him had a conversation the other day, and we talked about our our journeys like this. Everybody's on the same path. You know, everybody's on it. Well, you're on, you're on your own path. We're all going to the same destination. All paths lead to the same destination. And he said, I like to look at it like this. We're all climbing a mountain. Mm-hmm. And we can either climb together or separate, whatever, but we're all climbing it. Yeah. And we'll all, get, we'll, we'll all eventually get to the top. Mm-hmm. And I agree with this, and I also elaborate on this myself. I want to go ahead and throw it in like we both said it. Because we basically did. We agreed on the same thing. I said, my experience has been like, it's been, once you get to the top of the mountain, you can either be up there and try to keep other people from getting there, but they're going to get there eventually anyway, no matter what you do, or you can help them along the way. Like, you can't force people to take your path to get to the top of the mountain, which is, that's that's my thing, is I'm not trying to force people to understand. I got to the top of the mountain already. I've already been there. Yeah. So, and at the same time of me doing that, I'm still climbing the mountain with everybody. Does that make sense? Like, I got to the top of the mountain, that's great. Yeah. And I lit it up so that we can see it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And my whole, the whole point of me being here now, like, I, I've already been there. I know what happens. I'm already, I'm good. I know where we're going. I know how to get there now. And... I'm not going to drag people along the path to try and get them there faster. I'm going to light the way better for them. I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them, like, like giving them a flashlight in the dark instead of them blindly climbing in the dark. Just, they only know that they're going up an incline, but they don't know how to get through it, so they keep getting caught up. I handed them a flashlight. They can use it or they don't have to. It's up to them. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm giving them a flashlight so they can see better. That's all I'm doing. And that's the whole point of me having done all that shit. Having gone through that shit. I've been to the mountaintop. So now that's it. And I've seen, I still actively will see the versions of this reality, how, the, how it was originally going to play out. I still see those versions. And like it'll pop into my head. I'll see it. You know, like, you know how you can see shit in your mind's eye? Yeah. That's exactly what it is. I see the shit and how it could have played out, and I'm like, wow, okay. It's, you know, it's interesting to see that and to then realize, to compare that to how I am now. The me that was experiencing that then versus the me that exists now. So and, let me ask you, is there any advice that you would give yourself? Or give some, no, no, no. 
Yeah, yourself or somebody who's going through the same thing you are but can't understand it. Is there any advice? Just breathe. Roll with it. It's got a... This... The saying, this too shall pass, that's the best saying that you can ever fucking hear. It doesn't matter how hard things get or how bad shit gets, just fucking breathe. Take your time. Slow down. Change your perspective. You'll get there eventually. You just might need to slow down. Take your time and refigure out where you're at. No rush. Nothing. Take your time. That's all I can say with people. That's the most basic advice that I can give. Take your time. Find out where you are, and then reconfigure or re re reevaluate. There we go. Yeah, reevaluate the situation. Is there anything that terrified you in that time? A lot of things. I've never been through anything so intense, and I I fucking I hated it. I hated that. I hated I hated the pseudo version of that that was forced on me later on, and which granted that experience the first one I had gotten rid of all of my anger and all, all of my fury. You could say I let go of my anger, so I didn't get angry anymore. I didn't get angry. I didn't drink any of that shit. I didn't live my life, so to speak. I let all that shit go, and then that left me sort of defenseless. So the second time that I went through some shit that it was forced on me, it was to bring back the fucking anger that I'd let go of. So, instead of being angry all the like, instead of being able to be angry whenever it mattered, instead of just letting shit go and letting it go with the flow or whatever, being like, it's okay, man, it's all gonna work out, man. Instead of doing that shit, because that's not the version of me that needs to be. Like, the, the soft version of me and the hard version of me are not what we need. Yeah. There needs to be a blend. It needs to be both. I've got to be able to be chill and be fucking homicidal <laughs> in the same breath. Yeah. Like, I've got to have both. That It takes both. There is, it's the middle way, so to speak. So, it's the, path, it's the path least traveled by. So, that's the one that I need to be. That's the one that I am. So, I had to go through two majorly fucking crazy experiences to be able to deal with that shit. To be able to be the version of me that needs to be able to deal with this. Because the soft me, the soft version of me would spiral. The strong version of me would overreact. So, dealing with this shit, experiencing the shit that I've experienced, that's how that plays. But you want to say something? Go ahead. I do. I do know that while you were going through all that stuff, um, I do remember a couple of things. And I remember you sitting there one time at your desk and you were listening to music while me and mom were there. And you said, it's weird because you keep listening to these, this one song and it would go staticky. And I swear you were sitting there listening to other songs and none of them went staticky, but you turned it to one song and it went complete static. She didn't hear it, but I heard it. And I was like, you can't hear that. Every time he, like when he played that song or when um, you moved a certain way or something, it went staticky. She never heard it, but I heard it. I heard it. Remember how I said, like, she come, she closed off all that spiritual shit, mm -hmm. so she has no idea what the fuck she's talking about? Mm -hmm. That's exactly why. She closed herself off completely spiritually. I heard it. Whereas you, you just go with the flow. You're chill as fuck. So, Pretty much. I mean, you are, though. Like, you're... I say chill as fuck. You are, you are literally a ticking time bomb with Fury, but... <laughs> you choose one. Like you choose the quietest, chillest one growing up. Yeah, and you became one of the angriest ones. The only person who could ra rival my anger was you, which I'm impressed by that, by the way, because my anger gets fucking up there. If mine's an 11, yours is a solid 10.5. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's pretty sad sometimes. <laughs> I'm impressed. Hell, I'm proud of you. But no, like it's. Um, I know the song. I could play the song right now if you like. Like to give. Because I bet you'll recognize the song. It's just, it was 
weird because you played a lot of songs, but that one was staticky. And it I was believe you was played it, it. Did I say that it was distorted? Yeah. Okay, I know you the song. played something. I've heard that song before, but it was not static. And you played it, and it was static. And it would cut out, and then static. And, I don't know, it was really weird. Like, I had, I had a lot of weird episodes, like, not episodes. Uh, a lot of weird experiences? Yeah. And that's what it... I guess episodes, but I don't want to put it like that. Episodes in a show, yeah. It was just weird, and then, like coming to visit you mm-hmm. and then us walking in the door was like walking through a uh, is it called like a time warp I mean yeah kind of well, we'd walk in there and it's like time slowed down I told you that I could explain that I wouldn't care and then that song and I didn't really get to hear it okay I'll play it I'll try to play it a little bit quieter cause Is there static in that song, though? No. It's not distorted, no. It was only during that event. Part of me is responding to this, which is weird. I think that might have been the one. I can't remember the song. I just remember it being static as fuck. I remember walking in, and I remember just time just, like, stopped or slowed down. And then both me and Mom left and said, didn't it feel like... (laughs) Time just sped up, and I said, I was wondering if I was the only one who felt that. And then on the way home, to take me home, we were going down Parish, and after we were going underneath one of the street lights, <coughs> here in a row, there was like three or four of them. it go out every time we went underneath it. It just and you said Y'all said that there were the new LED lights, too, that they put down there. there were I don't the, know what kind of lights they were. Well, the, 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 newer, now, the newer but, LED bulbs they put in there. Is what y'all said. Yeah, they me. were new. Because yeah. mom said that they just changed them. Yeah. And they're trying to do all that new LED. Yeah. yeah. And they went out. But the weird thing is, they didn't go out, go out. They flickered off when we went underneath them and came back on. And it was three in a row. And it was said. three or four in a row, yes. <clears throat> yeah. And that was after y'all had left. Um, yeah, we were there. over there by um, Long John Silver's. And I'm amazed that place is still fucking in business. Like, not close to it, but we were kind of, like, over in that vicinity. Cause I swear to God, it's retirement go, homes keeping that place in business. You go, you know that road you go to go down quarter? So, yeah. like, you're going, okay. Yeah. It was like, we were going to that road. So, it was right there, those lights right there. And me and Mom kind of looked at each other, and we were like, and we're like what the weird fuck? shit happens all the time after we get done visiting. Remember that picture of the, of the sky that you took, where there was gold in the sky? Yeah. Yeah, gold in the clouds, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was nearing the evening and there was a shade of gold in the sky that you couldn't literally, you never could see anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I took some pictures of the sky that was beautiful purple, like a royal purple and shit. Like I've taken some beautiful, I wish I still had all those pictures because I've taken some beautiful pictures of sunsets, sunrises, like amazing colors in the sky. And it was all around, it was between 2017 and 2018 that I took those pictures. Like I literally, that is like something you don't expect, like... (laughs) It's one thing for a song to sound staticky, but then to go on these street lights and they just go off as you go underneath them, but come back on after you leave them is like, like it's yeah. crazy. It's a, it was. How do I put this shit? It might have been three, because street lights just kind of spread it out. So we would go underneath one, 
and it went out, and then we left it, it come back on. Then the one we were under went out, and then grabbed a little bit, and then that one come back on, because we just went out from underneath it, and then the other one go off. And then after we left it, it came back on. And we couldn't even explain it. Mom said they just replaced those, just now. Like, I think it's some of the, I'm gonna call it the distortion. I think some of the distortion was like clinging to y'all and it just hadn't dissipated yet. Well, we said that it was like, leaving your house was like, it was like, you go through the front door and it was like time sped up, but you were getting pulled out of the, whatever it's called. The distortion, I guess? Yeah. Because yeah. we were still separating ourselves from you being there. So we were doing that and that's happened every time we left something happened. Um. It was building up like weird little, you know, like condensation builds up and yeah. shit. It was doing that. Because the water cooled down, but the bottle hadn't yet. <clears throat> Excuse me. This coffee's good. Yeah, shit, is. we're at 30 minutes. All right. Um, well, I say we end this segment. And uh, now you get the bass song. So let me do a little outshoot, outshoot spiel, spiel. You got the hook on your face. It was like horrible. I can pick a song if you like. I'm like blank. I can give it. I can pick another one if you like. I don't care to be on here. I can't think of a song. You're fine. You're fine. Um, what I'll do is. Can I ask you one more thing? Yeah, you can go ahead. You go ahead. When I was telling you those things about what had happened, mm -hmm. can you um, tell me what you kind of felt like? I don't think I ever asked you. Like, what did you feel when I was telling you those things? During the moment, whenever it was going on. After every time I told you something, and like. When I told you, okay, Tim, it's gonna be weird, but and I would we always be like, house, and I was always like, try me, like yeah, you're always every you can time, ask me anything. Uh, you like, like, I love questions. Like, I, I do, I love, I love questions. I always love questions. So I, I never get asked like, enough of them. Every time I would tell you like something that happened, like the street lights going out when we we're underneath them, mm -hmm. like how did it make you feel with me telling you that? Sort of like I am curious. It was sort of like, you know how whenever you're not sure if something's going to work out the way mm -hmm. that you need it to, you're not sure, you need to see the evidence, mm -hmm. you need to see hints or clues that things are going the way that you need them to, it was like that. It was like getting hints and clues, like being, okay, yes, this is the one. Like, mm -hmm. you found the one. Yeah. And like, this is where it needs, like, this might suck, but this is what needs to be. This is, yeah, it was painful to get here, but goddamn it, we're here now. Like, it was like that. So. I know it terrified, I think it terrified her to go there. Because I think I she said her. when she went home, I'm scared of her anyway. Like things would happen at her house that she couldn't explain. Well, no shit, Sherlock. And then, yeah. Welcome to the world. But anyhow, that, I just wanted to ask you that. You're good. Um, as far as inexplicable shit goes, it is what it is. Like it's. It was definitely different because the it's world not something is something you would picture happening in the world because you just picture the world being so. So basic and simple. Basic, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whenever you want the world to be that way, like it will seeing, be that way. If you block out all this shit. Seeing Sasquatch, I mean, you don't. People are just like that stuff's fake, but then you actually see it. And yeah. You actually go through then you get it. the people who actually have the experiences yeah. or actually have the evidence, and you're like, "What the fuck?" You know, freaks you <laughs> out. But. Which I, I say, again, I'll say that that's, that's part of the reason why I was, I experienced that shit. Oh, play it for me. Oh, it's beautiful. That the that's the piano. That's Jacob. No way. Yeah. Is that Moonlight? We'll be right back. Hold on. 
Okay, so that was easily one of the most beautiful experiences I've gotten to have as an adult. How getting amazing. to it was getting to hear Jacob play Moonlight Sonata, getting to play Mad World by Gary Jules. Oh my God! Speaking of which, that's the song we're going to listen to on the break. Um, but no. Um, let's see. I was talking about how. That's why I say that like I went through the experience that I went through. I went through all that shit over the last few years. So that way, whenever people start to go through shit like that, I can help them understand it. Like, you ask me questions, mm-hmm. that's valuable. It's very important. Like, I can explain a lot of shit that I don't know how to find the words for. You know what also makes it easier is the fact that we're brother and sister, and, you know, we grew up together, so asking yeah. you things is a lot easier because we've both experienced it. It started with, well, what the hell does that word mean? Or how do you spell that? Now it's like, dude, what is, this is some fucked up shit. What's going on here? I'm like, oh, yo, okay, here we go, all right? Aliens, like, you know, fucking, like the guy from History Channel, it's aliens, you know, but no, like, it's, there's a lot more, I wasn't kidding whenever I told you after all that shit that Mm -hmm. happened, I was like, you're gonna see a lot of weird shit happen, a lot of shit's gonna change, like, things might get bad at first, but eventually, whenever they start to level out, you'll see a lot of weird shit happen and start to change, people will start to change, and, like, there's even more Mandela effects now than there ever were before by a large number, like, a lot of them happened Mm -hmm. after that, so... I'm not saying that I caused it, but I am saying that I was directly involved. Like, me going through that shit, if I tried to explain it, it would be really hard, but I'm just saying, like, the shit was interesting. And the uh, the time thing, I was going to explain the time thing. I'll do that when we come back. Because um, this break needs to happen. Because I'm still tripping over that fucking music. That was beautiful. Um, excuse me. All right. Yeah, show up at your local coffee shop. The guy that owns a place might, pe- might play piano. Um, God, that was so good. Ah, all right. But yeah, no. Um, let's see. So, doing the spiel. Then, if you want to support... Jesus Christ, table, are you okay? That spike right there? That's the wood crack. Crack! That's fucking great. If you want to support me monetarily and help me pay these damn expensive-ass bills, I'd appreciate that. Every penny helps. You can do so... Or you can support me via Cash App and PayPal. Cash App being Cash Tag, Discount Walter White, all one word. And um, I do accept Bitcoin and stock on there, which I thought that was cool. You can send people stock on Cash App. That's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Like, I thought cryptocurrency was one thing, being crazy. Fucking stock. You could send me, like, 10 stock in, like, Nestle or some shit. And, like, you could send me I stock. That's fucking nuts. I have no idea how it works. I just know you can do it. Um, <laughs> but you can send me stock or Bitcoin if you send me... If you want to toss a coin to your Walter, by all means, go ahead. I'd appreciate it. And uh, take it easy, Mego. Bye, Josh. Bye. Y'all are one of my favorite peoples. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, PayPal. PayPal is at insoa117. That is at symbol I-N-S-O-A-117. And PayPal is PayPal. It does things. Um, it's an alternative if you don't do cash apps, so that's all I got. I don't know. Words are hard. But anyway, um, thanks to his performance in there, I know what song we're going to listen to on the break. Uh, also, if you'd like ahead. to see some of the pieces, like Tim's jewelry and stuff, it's also located here at the spot. Yeah, you can check it out at the spot. Or you I know, because we were talking about it, sorry. You're fine. We were talking about it, and why not mention it is here at the spot. It's, you know, available. It's free to look at. Um, all my stuff is designed to be affordable. Mm-hmm. I want you to look good on a budget, so... And it's all thematic. So, like, Alice in Wonderland is a big theme. So, like, uh, I had one that I sold. It was a sword through a red heart, a silver sword through a red heart, 
and the earrings were the Queen of Heart cards and the, and the different suits of the cards, the little symbol suits or whatever, like clothes, diamonds, uh, all that shit. Um, they were earrings, so I turned them all into an earring. It was like charms or whatever for a bracelet. I made it into a fucking earring. Um, but like I've just done, I've done all kinds of different stuff. So if you want to check out the stuff that I've done, all of it's still, I can do it all again. Anything if you would like it on the page for Blue Sky Designs. You can find it on Facebook. It's a business card that says Blue Sky Designs. You'll see it. Uh, you may have to dig through a quarter mile of shit because there are a bunch of people with more followers than me on there. You gotta dig through them to find the good stuff. But everything I've ever made has been posted on there. If you like it, I can remake it and sell it to you. So, love you. Enjoy that stuff. Um, Mad World by Gary Jules is a song I'm gonna be listening to on the break. So, enjoy this joyous, sorrowful song. And we'll be right back with, well, why the whole time thing was the way it was whenever y'all would come and go. So, yeah. Hooray!
All right, and we're back. Like a bad case of herpes, we just keep coming back. So, <laughs> look, at your, to describe it. <laughs> look at your face was like, oh, well, I guess. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. I mentioned before the break that uh, I would talk about why time was weird like that whenever y'all were coming and going. Um, so, I've had dreams before that, <laughs> excuse me. The coffee was delicious, but I probably shouldn't have chugged the rest of it. Oh. Damn, that was a good one. Um, excuse me. Let me drink some water. But I've had dreams before that have involved clocks. Like mm-hmm. before Dad died, whenever he, after he had told us that he was terminal, within like two or three weeks, I had a dream about his exact time of death. And even the guy that was there that read him his last rites. Talk about fun. It was also the dream took place at his favorite fishing spot. And there were a great many clocks around us. And there was one particular clock. One, one, only one clock worked out of all of those. And it was a watch. And on that, it was a silver watch with a gold rim around the actual face of the clock. And it had his exact time of death on it. Yeah. <coughs> so the exact moment that he actually fully passed. So, yeah. So, and the guy that read him his last rites was there. And, like, that's a dream that I fucking had. Let's see, I've had another dream before where I've been, and I've actually, it didn't occur to me whenever whenever I first had this dream, but I've had dreams of this place before. But, you know the grand clock, or the great clock, whatever it was, from Mario, the level you can go yeah. inside of a clock? Okay. Um, think of it like that, like being able to go inside of this clock, like it's its own little, I guess you could say, world inside of this clock. But I've had dreams inside of what I have called the grand clock because everything ran on like a pendulum there was always and there was always the the feeling of this is a place of time it is mm-hmm. of time like it's 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 alive and it's living and it's time based <coughs> i was gonna say bless you I don't, <laughs> try to hold it in <laughs> it was don't a cough but i won't so it was a cough but i was gonna say bless you um <laughs> solid 10 out of 10 um but no like time has always been a thing that i guess i've been connected to that's why, like, I've had amazing timing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always had amazing timing on stuff that really mattered or stuff that was just kind of funny. I've always had a really good timing. And the stuff that I thought was important that I would try to rush to, that I just didn't, I didn't just let it flow, mm-hmm. timing would be off. I'd always be late. But if I just let it flow or just did whatever and didn't worry about it, I was always on time or early. So, yeah. So that's that, and my or my timing on certain things, or showing up at a certain place at a certain time, like today, yeah. or timing today. Plenty of time to get segments done, stuff like that, to be doing this, and then just Jacob just starts playing piano while we're here. I had some weird dreams. Myself. And, but like I had one dream that was in this place. I was sitting there, and or no, I was walking around in this place, and I was looking at the different sections of this place, and. I knew of it as a place called the Grand Clock. Mm-hmm. So that's what I call it now. Whenever I refer to it, I'm, I refer to it as the Grand Clock. Mm-hmm. As if it's, it's all of the time that exists or has ever existed and ever will exist is ran through that place. It is generated by this place. And it's like I was the overseer. Like I watched over it. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's, that was the experience. And I've had conversations with very specific, with a very specific individual I had a conversation 
before I knew anything about this individual. <clears throat> and it was a weird conversation. It was interesting. But it was the first time I'd ever encountered, I guess, any up-close representation of this person. Like this, I've never met this person in real life, in, our, in, in waking life, I should say. Right. Um, like, as an awake individual, like, as we run around in the world, I've never met this person. And they're a very prominent figure. And they appeared in this dream, and they sat down at a bench in the grand clock. And a moment in time was being shown in front of them. And the childhood version of them was playing at a, gra a playground in front of them in this lit-up area, whereas he was sitting in the dark, just yeah. observing, you know, his youth. He got to see a specific point in his life. And... As I'm walking up, I can feel that he's wary of me. He knows I'm there, and he's kind of like, "Okay, which one is this one? Which version of which which version of this guy is is walking up to me?" And I'm walking up, and I can feel that. I can feel he's uneasy. He's not sure how I'm going to act, like what I'm going to do, and which that plays into Stranger Danger. Whenever he said that he always likes to maintain a healthy fear of me because he never knows what I'm actually going to do. I'm not scared of you one bit. That's weird though. <laughs> That's but good. I always That's get a sense with you that. <laughs> I don't have to worry because I know you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything to me because we we're so close like brothers Courtney's sisters, the same like way. best friends yeah Courtney's the same way she knows that I'll I mean I might make you angry but I know you won't do anything Courtney knows that no matter what I might do something to you because you get so you're so calm which well. makes me just go ahead <laughs> it upsets you that you can't <laughs> argue with me yeah. yeah I'll go ahead and throw hands we'll see who wins <laughs> that's what makes me so angry out of everything <laughs> like before it was just like this. Before but we could argue, now we can't. Now it's like... Because I don't bother. Yeah, because you're just like... Because I don't give a shit. Calm down. Like, I'm, I'm not like, mad at anything. You. And I'm like, I want to be mad. I want you mad. <laughs> but like... But no, like, it's... Courtney's the same way. She knows She knows that I would rather rip the flesh from my own body with my bare hands than hurt her. Because, to me, she is my daughter. Just like you are my sister. You know, you're one of my best friends. Like, and I mean that too. Like I have very few people that I would consider a best friend status. I don't even call y'all that. Agree. I don't even call y'all my best friends because to me that it feels fake. Best friends to me, you have like, like best friends to me is like you know when you tell somebody I love you, like that's a, a mean it yeah. thing. That's a real thing. So yeah. for me to consider consider you a best friend, that's like that's a big thing for me. Well, it's like there's you, there's there's Courtney, there's Indigo. There's Stranger Danger. Excuse me. Like, and there's a few others that I'm not going to bother going through the fucking roster, but y'all are on best friend status, but I know that no matter what, we're living our lives, but if I come to you and be like, hey, I really need to talk, if you get a minute, then I know that it might not be right then in that exact moment, but that person will be like, hey, what's up? You know, I've got a moment. What's up? What's going on? You know? And if y'all are like that, or like, hey, I need to talk, I'll be like, all right, what's up? I got you. I'm here. What's up? Like, do I got to fight? What do you need? <laughs> like, shit like that. But, like, no, like, I was confused whenever I saw who it was that was in my dream. And in this dream that I was talking about, uh, sitting on this bench, I was confused because I was like, why the hell is that person in this dream? Why the hell is he here? Why? And I'm not going to name the person, but I was confused as to why the fuck they were in my dream because, you know, I didn't know anything about them. Right. I'd never seen them in person, so I shouldn't be seeing them active in a dream, you know. Like, I've only ever seen, like, their face and stuff. I've seen them on, you know. I've had some room. Out and about. Not but to interrupt. 
I've had some red dreams, but it's a guy that I've never, I, I can't make out a face, I can't make out a body, but he's tall, and he's just like a, a black shadow, but he's really good to me all the time. And that's like, that's in my dream, but he's, he's really good to me, he protects me, um, it's, like I said, I can't see his face, I can't see anything, it's just like somebody I'm supposed to meet. You know what I'm saying? Someone you haven't met yet. I haven't met yet, but I'm supposed to meet. And I've dreamed about him since I think I was a teenager. I remember you talking about him way back when. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've had dreams like, I want your opinion on this dream now. Go ahead. I'll get back I to mine in a minute, y'all. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I can finish with mine real quick. Um, or you can go ahead and do yours while you're thinking about it. Because I know that you... No, go ahead. Because I've been thinking about it for a minute. So go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, but like... Before I start to approach him, I know who it is. Like, I see who it is. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Because I know that he shouldn't be there. Or that he's not supposed to be there, I guess. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. But there's no hostility. There's no reason to be hostile. Like, I'm as chill as I am now, I'm that chill then. I was very chill. I was like, all right, this is fucking weird, but I'll see what he wants. You and even saying chill makes me mad. Quit saying it. <laughs> chill out, Fee. Chill out. It's okay. <laughs> Just calm I down. I have to start fighting with you before we leave. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Before we're done with this, just we're going to be arguing. Just to check your anger real quick. I'll be making fun of you. It just pisses you off. I'll be like, if you get so goddamn red in the face, you look like, what is it? I'm going to start calling you Mater Face. Mater Face? Mm -hmm. Please don't. <laughs> see up in her fee-fees. Um, see on the anger field trip. No, um, let's see. But no, like, I walk up, and I can feel, I can feel he, like, the closer I get, the more he's like, all right, what's going to happen? He hasn't attacked me yet. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows damn well that what I do in my dreams. Like, mm -hmm. if I know you're not supposed to be there, or if I sense even a little bit of hostility, it's game the fuck over. I have done some horrendous shit in my dreams to people that have tested me at all. Like, whether it be person, spirit, whatever, anything, mm -hmm. monster, whatever you would see, or whatever you want to call it, like, anything in my dream. I have literally yeah. ripped shit apart with my bare hands and enjoyed it in my dreams. So, in dream world, I'm a goddamn nightmare, and I love that. But, <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, I'm just walking up, I'm chill. I walk up, and when I sit on the bench, I see childhood me mm -hmm. enter the lit up area and start to play, like, he's, like, he walks up and he says, hey, what are you doing? Like, my, I'm always like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, I can talk to anybody. Little kid me can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Swear to God, straight up. Little kid me does exactly how I would have acted as a kid. And to see the age difference, to see, like, him versus me in that moment. Yeah. Like, physically. And then to see our two childhood selves at the same age mm -hmm. playing together. It was a very sweet moment, I guess, is how I'm going to put that. Yeah. It was very serene. It was very calm. Yeah. And I was like... Okay. And when I sat down, I didn't have to say anything. Uh, like, I didn't have to greet him or anything like that. Like, but the greeting was immediately present. I don't know. I, I guess just what I gave off, the energy I gave off, mm -hmm. was immediately calm. It was yeah. immediately, it was like, it was like if I'd have said, well, how are you doing? Or like, hi, nice to meet you. My name's Tim. Mm -hmm. How are you? Yeah. You know, like it would have been like that, but I didn't say anything. Just the energy immediately hit, mm -hmm. and then he ha he talked back to me. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was a different wavelength that we were communicating with, but he could understand me and I could understand him. Because mm -hmm. he was speaking, whereas I just gave off the energy, and then I brought it down to be able to talk to him. Yeah. So, that way it was less of a strain on him. And it's, he, 
we carried on conversation. He had this feeling of there was this I don't want to say it was like an underlying sense of sort of like anger Mm -hmm. but not with me or anything like that like he he was fighting a battle outside of all this and this was his break from it yeah like he didn't have to fight the battle while there and i could feel like he had been doing this for a long time Mm -hmm. and i related because i'm always doing that shit but we had a conversation and some of the conversation was like i guess you could say heavy and it related to the fact like I was given an understanding while there talking with him as to how he came to be there. Like, I then understood how he was able to be there. And why it was that this place that is supposed to be time incarnate, why it was he was able to be there and talk with me. It was a very interesting experience. And that was a dream that I had. So, and then that's like it... I don't know if I put this... Even as a kid, I've dreamt of this place. I've dreamt of being there. Oh my god. Are you fucking serious? I just realized something. That childhood version of me that was playing with him. Yeah. In that lit up area. I can see the floor. I saw the floor in a dream when I was a kid. The floor that was beneath me and him. And outside of the playground spot. Because the light shone on it some, so you can kind of see it yeah, through the through the darkness or whatever. You can see it on the outer edge of the light. Wow. Holy shit. So yeah, childhood me that was around that age dreamt of that dream from that point of view, being the kid playing with, his, with the child version of him. I can even remember the fucking outfit he was wearing to a degree. That's kind of goofy. Um... That's fucking weird. But yeah, no. Um, well, like we carried on a conversation for a while, and then he got up, said his goodbyes, and then walked away. And whenever he did that, he left the, I guess you could say he dissipated from the dream. His childhood version self was still there for a little bit, and then whenever I got up and I started to walk away, the scene faded and our childhood selves disappeared. And the place went back to being the grand clock. So, but like I've dreamt of that place since I was a kid. That's fucking crazy. Huh. I got to smack my hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking flabbergasted. I didn't realize how many dreams I've actually had of that place all throughout my life. Jesus Christ. And you can't be like, well, it's something you had to have seen. Fuck you. You can't dream of somewhere you've never been. You can't, you've seen it somewhere somehow. Nope. I've never seen this at all, except in dreams as a kid and through my life. So you can kiss my ass. If you claim to be an expert, you're expertly active and fucking knowing nothing. But yeah, I know. Your dream about. Um, <clears throat> so I've always had this dream. This was like. This has happened like a couple of times, mm-hmm. kind of like throughout my life, um, but it's a dream. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like, you know, it has nothing to do with dad or anything. This is actually way before he had passed and all Very that fun. stuff. Yeah. But I was in a room with a full of ghosts that I don't believe I know, but I was the only living one. 
and it was like I kept hearing voices like trying to talk to me and I could see them but it was like they were talking to each other but also talking to me at the same time if that makes sense there was a lot of communication going yeah on. but I couldn't make out what they were saying and I never I've dreamed about that like three or four times but I, I don't know what it means hmm what was the room looking like? What did it look like? It was like a, it's kind of like a, it had like a glass front, like kind of like I was looking through a, a glass at myself in a room full of ghosts. And then the rest were just like, it was just like walls. It was pretty much a square. And it was like, a, the room was like a reddish pink color. That's pretty much what it is. It had like places that sit like, like long stools like long square rectangle stools gotcha. here and there um i'm gonna try and word this as simply as possible it sounds like a waiting room of sorts like everybody's there and yeah they're waiting for something and there's like a door but nobody goes through it they're just like trying to figure out what's going on and why they're am i trying to comprehend what's yeah. happening but I can't make out what they're saying. But it's like they're trying to figure it out. Did you go through the door? No. Okay. I felt like I was, um... Did you feel like you were just visiting? Yeah. I felt like I was visiting and listening. Like, but I couldn't make out anything. Was it like you were trying to figure something out? Not yeah. like what they were trying... Like, you were aware... You I was were trying to figure out what was there, and I was trying to figure out what they were saying. I was trying to figure that out. And... Would you be surprised if I said that everybody else that was in there, in their own version of that, they themselves were the living one and you were the ghost? Each of them individually? That's a good, that's a good thought. That's a good thought. I'm willing to bet I can fucking guarantee you that's exactly what was going on there. That's a really good thought. And I've only dreamed it about, I mean, rarely dream it. It's about like two or three times. I would that. say then that that means that y'all were in the waiting room together. The color matches the individual though. I would think. Or it was probably, I think it was... The color, it doesn't matter. It's not matching the visual. It's its the coalescing of color in the room. Sort of like a color that needs to be evolved. Other yeah. than that, like the color itself was just there to, I guess, provoke or to create the, like the nearby energy that, that needed to be. That color red up there. Which one? That one? Or this one? Oprah. Oh, huh? See where it says severe or the red around there? There's oh, right there? Sir, what yeah. that says? Yeah, right Sarah? there. Yeah, that's Sarah, right there. not severe. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, that that color of red with like a, like that pink over there, that pinkish red right there. So it's kind of like, it kind of counterbalances. I would call that. I would call that you just broke a chair. <laughs> Shut up. I got the spike on the fucking screen there. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, God, I would... I'm sorry, I'm listening to Jacob talk. I really want him on an episode. I would love to get to ask Jacob about Jacob. You know how cool that would be? Get him that's to share his experience. Him. That's when you ask him. Um, like, you ever killed somebody? He's like, no. oh, maybe. <laughs> that's when you ask him, like, what kind of song would you want? He goes in there and starts playing piano. I'd be like, dude, I would take, I would unplug this fucker, pack it in there, set it down, and replug it back in, and just record him playing piano. I still want you on my show. I want to ask you about you. Yeah, and I think that'd be great, man. 
would love to have an episode with you involved. I think it would be fantastic. You can make a guest appearance if you like. Huh? Sit down and make a guest appearance if you like. We're talking about dreams and stuff. I would, but I can get going. You're good. Disc golf, right? Yeah. You better win. I believe in you. It's more about just the being out in nature that I'm needing. I God, I feel that. Have I fun. feel that so bad. Yeah. Yeah, have fun, man. All right, see you. Bye, Jacob. See ya. Bye. a fucking Chad. He's a, he's a uh-huh. legend if ever there was one. And I got him on. He was on a little bit. There was, a, <laughs> was also something else. It's something that, that still kind of stays with me today because me and Grandma were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And this was like, you know, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's, somehow we get on the topic of talking about dreams. She said, you know what Felicia would have always wanted to do in my dream? Just fly. And I said, Grandma, I fly my dreams. Kay was she, the same way. She said, I don't ever fly. She said, I'm hoping one day in my dream I'll fly. And I always fly, I always fly, and I always float. I'm going to bet I don't that, know what that means, though. See, that's nothing. I don't know what it means. I'm going to say that it means, like, to a degree, you can just fly. If you really want to fly, you can fly. Yeah. But usually whenever flight is involved in a dream, it usually means a freedom of spirit, a freedom of self. You aren't restricted. You aren't bound down. I imagine yeah, I imagine that she <laughs> didn't get to fly. I mean, you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah. you're not, there's no limitation. There is creative and growth potential. So, like, it's it's sort of like saying the world is your oyster. Yeah. You know, the sky is the limit. Well, no, the limit is the sky. I've always, no. like, it's weird. Like, I always fly in my dreams. And I guess I never really thought that a lot of people don't fly in their dreams. And it's just something I do. I mean, I don't even think about it or anything. It just happens, so. Kay loves it. She loves it. Kay gets it's to fly. It's different. Very Kay. different. I fly and I float. Kay gets to fly. And I walk. Um... Not running. Running, I kind of suck at. I'm I slow. think the reason why she can't fly in her dreams is because her life has been so <laughs> bound and focused. And mm-hmm. There's that restriction, that being forced to be down to earth sort of thing. Yeah. Because she's not had the easiest life. Granted, none of us have. But given, you know, we know we know what her history is. Yeah. So given how things have been, I would say that there is that sort of... Mm-hmm limitation I guess she probably feels limited and restricted so because of that physical reality limitation that spiritual dream limitation is now in place as well she feels bound Mm -hmm. which she needs to be freed up if that makes any sense yeah like if she dies without regret or if she lets go of everything whenever she does die she'll get to fly but you know which even then you know, it might just be a cleansing experience. She might yeah. just accept it and move on. Whenever she, if she if she just accepts it and moves on, she'll be able to fly. And it's like sometimes so. there's like something like a bad person after me, and I'll like I'll take off flying. Just fly the fuck away. <laughs> yeah, or I'll float to where they can't reach me. I was gonna say just dab and back fly away. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Just float away with the big ass feet button. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. And they'll be like, I, th- I think I've had a wonder where I, I start floating and somebody was trying to get me. And they're like, you can fly. That's so stupid. But, yeah. Well, I mean, reality is what you make it. So, you know. Um, because I originally started explaining the time thing with my dream, mm-hmm. how, how my dreams have always had time involved. Um, whenever I went through that shit and I was shown visions, mm-hmm. time was involved heavily then, too. Yeah. So that's whenever I will. That's whenever I'll say that time became a very prominent thing for my existence then, mm-hmm. and time and timing, um, even more than it was before, because it already really was. 
I've always been a person who's been really big on time. I love time. Yeah. And it's I love clocks. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I can see the gears, even better. The what is that? I think it's like the open face clocks, or whatever. Yeah. I fucking love those. <laughs> um, but like after 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 my death in 2018, and what I was shown, and then I was brought back, or I didn't fully die, basically. Like, I did indeed, I was experiencing rigor mortis, because it starts to set in for 30 minutes. I would think I was like 30-ish minutes, and then I came back, which it felt like I'd been gone for very, very, very long. Yeah. Whenever I came back, my body was starting to, like, I had to fight off the rigor mortis. My body was stiff as shit. I was getting very cold. So, and I warmed myself back up, got my shit moving again. Like, I fought off death, so to speak, in terms of that, or like the, mm-hmm. the feeling of death. Uh, I fought off the rigor mortis. And, um, which I've also been, I've been shown a lot of stuff whenever that happened, but, um, I can conceive past infinity. Like, you yeah. know how, like, people, you know how, like, the childhood infinity times one, or mm-hmm. infinity plus one, uh, and, like, that sort of shit? Like, I can understand past that. I can understand that. Like, I get that. It's a childhood thing to us. It's goofy childhood shit to us, but to me, it's a reality. So, I think that's funny. Uh, or it's potential, I guess you could say. But it's, um... Yeah, see, it's one twenty-two right now. Nice. Um, it's about to be one, two, three o'clock. But, um... Time has always been a big thing for me, and after those dreams and then having that experience, time was even more important. Like, I could accurately predict when things were going to happen. I could see events before they happened and tell you exactly what was going to happen. And it freaked them the fuck out over there, by the way. My roommates at the time. Yeah. It scared the shit out of them. They even said, like, dude, you're kind of scaring me now. And I would just laugh at that because I was like... I was like, if you're scared, imagine how fucking weird this is to me. But I think it's funny. And it just... It spiraled from there, I guess you could say. I don't know. But it was one of those where... I got to see all that shit, and then it was a uh, drop-down turnaround sort of shit, so. Hooray! But no. Let's see. Um, but yeah, that's why y'all felt that weird distortion, because I was very intimately linked with time. You could say timelines, time, whatever you want to fucking call it. But I was very intimately connected to time. And I still I am, to a degree. It's not as important, you know? Like, it's, like I'm not holding the shit. If that makes any sense. But it's... That's why whenever y'all told me that, that's why I just started laughing. And whenever I said, like, whenever you told me that... Remember remember whenever y'all told me, you sent me that message, how um, time was different. And, like, whenever y'all left, y'all could feel it. Yeah. And you didn't send me that until y'all were almost there to that place, to the fucking whatever place to get my glasses. But you told me that, and I said, like... No, we were actually on the way to take me home. Were you? Yeah. Because we were going down Paris to go over to um, the apartments I lived at. That was the light thing. Whenever y'all went to get yeah, my, the light thing. Whenever yeah. y'all went to get my glasses, that's whenever you told me that time was weird. Whenever y'all left, and you asked me about that. Oh, yeah. And that's whenever I said... And then there was something that involved the sky, wasn't there? Yeah, it was, it was whenever y'all got there... Uh, whenever was, y'all were pulling up to get up there, you know how it's out, out South Frederica mm-hmm. Street? Whenever y'all were going down JR to get near Champion, you took a picture of the sky off towards the S into Frederica Street, and that's the sky that was golden. And it was something that you had talked about that had to do with the sky, then it ended up when we were driving, and it's, what is it, sunset or whatever? Yeah, it was a sunset. And 
the sky was exactly how you described it. Yeah. It was, whenever you told me about the time thing, mm-hmm. I started laughing because a part of me knew that that was that that was important and then I felt a really loud pop in this ear in my right ear and I felt something just kind of I guess you could say dissipate does that make sense yeah like I felt a pop and then something was gone and it was I guess it had something to do with time so this is really weird it was really weird mom was having she was, was having effects at her house from after visiting you and it was things about it was weird things that involved you and she said that's what she feared about going over there to your house was because she would go home and it would like it followed her to her house and i believe that's why the lights were going off is because whatever it was was following along and she said things started happening at her house that was kind of weird. It just didn't seem right. It was like you were at her house or your bad, your energy, not bad energy, but your energy was there. But it was like not good towards her. If you know, is that it's because sound my, right? It's because most of my life, I mean, you know what the fuck, I've, what we've said in previous episodes. Yeah. She's been the worst aspect of my childhood. There was a lot of negative energy that just between the two of us, just between me and her, that she has brought on herself. She dragged a lot of this shit out of me. She tried to condemn me to the fate of being what she wanted me to be or saying that if I didn't do that, if I didn't listen to her and all that shit, I'd be a serial killer or some shit if I didn't change how I was. She tried to force me into a mold. So the negativity towards her is always going to be there. I mean, she'd she'd probably disagree with what I'm saying, but that's what she told me. She said she that she hated to go visit you, but she, you know, we needed to to make sure you were yeah. okay. And she said she hated <laughs> it because it was like every time she left there, something followed her, and then something would happen. Clean up all the way until she went home, and it would take like a day or two or something for it to leave. And she was just like, it's like a, a I don't want to say bad energy because I don't want to discredit you, but it was like a no, bad energy. It was. And she said she, it felt like it was negative towards. Neg- it was negative. It was negativity towards her. Yeah, she said it's like it followed her, and yeah. every time like the lights going out, she said stuff at her mm. house would start happening. I mean, but it wasn't like that before. Like it wasn't things didn't happen in her house like that. It was just like after she visited you. I mean, where did I live after that place? <laughs> after I, after Stonewall, where did I live? Do you remember? house live there with her that's the only place I had to go was there with her so it was sort of like a preclude yeah, sort of like a sort of like a she was terrified of you living with her too she thought that well she she felt it felt like I let her keep one of my big fucking combat knives your just presence. with her it was your so. presence she said explain it she was just like I'm scared that he's gonna flip being here but it was also not just that it's like it was there was you but there was like a out of body you if that makes sense there was an astral self yeah yeah astral astral entity version of me like because I think she told me I don't want to put it out there because I don't want it to be wrong I believe she told me that in her house she would see like a glimpse of you sometimes does that make sense she would see she would see 
sort of like a shadow me. Yeah. Yeah. She said she knew it wasn't you, but she said it was just like you at the same time. It was a sort of, you know how whenever we were on the bus that one time and you said that I just distorted? Yeah. And like you were looking at me and then I distorted and then I was back to normal. Same thing. It's sort of like a distortion. It was like a. So it was you. It was like a timeline overlap. Does that make sense? She was seeing glimpses of an alternate version yeah. of me. So. And it's. That terrified the fuck out of her, you being in her house, though. <laughs> it really did. It really did. Well, but it, that's being, up to. That was, that's her choice, though. The her seeing you, but it not being you thing, that was before you moved in with her. That's when you were still over there in that, in that house. That's because she was seeing a version of me that had already been through all that shit. Mm-hmm. So. And it wasn't a good version either. She said negative things were happening to her. I mean, to be fair, she was a bitch, so. When she is, but I was very. Uh-huh. I, told you that. I was very. You didn't tell me that now, but I was very amicable while so I was there. So she was scared to come see you. That's fine. She was like, it's like it. It looks like Tim, or it feels like Tim. She's like, there's something. It has. It relates to Tim, and she's like, some something will happen in the house after going and seeing him. And she's like, I know it's Tim's negativity towards me. That's Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. It was my negativity towards her. Yeah. Because, again, she has cost me, she cost me a future mm-hmm. that I was trying to build repeatedly. She cost me that. Yeah. Time and time again, she cost me that. Yeah. She would make fun of me for being fat. She would dog me for being me. Yeah. You know, she, she fucking hated me. She wouldn't say it, but she did. Yeah. So that's why, whenever, that's why I thought it was so goddamn funny when we were going to make Dad's funeral arrangements mm-hmm. and I ripped her fucking heart out in the truck. Emotionally, not literally. Because if I did that literally, I'd be catching charges right now. But, um, but no, like, whenever I just shut her the fuck up, I shut her down. She got lost in thought after that. We had to bring her back to base. Like, mm-hmm. we had to be like, like, y'all were like, Mom, Mom. And she was like, huh? Like, she had to come. Because she was, her entire fucking history with me was playing right before her to see how she fucked up. Like, I ruined that woman emotionally. I fucking destroyed her. She spiraled yeah. inward after that. <laughs> so, you know, I think that's fucking hilarious. And then for her to be following me on TikTok now, why? If you're that scared of me, don't bother. Like, you should play the piano if you know how. Who's it? I think it was Ella. She just kind of glanced in there. Yeah. Jacob played the piano. But, um... We're 35 minutes into this, pretty much. But, yeah, what else did you have? You seem like you had something else to say. Jesus Christ. Um, Was there anything you'd like to say or ask or anything? I did have something to say. Okay. What's up, fam? Hello, how you doing? Hi, how are you, girl? (coughs) Excuse me, not too bad. I got to have a clutch. Um, It was so good, too. You know what I also think, and I'm just going to put this out there, is that I think mom knows you're more, or she thinks that you're more, um, I'm trying to think how to put it. My mind just went blank. You know, with like the witchcraft and stuff like that. I'm more spiritually gifted than her. Mom, I think that's what it is. I think. I'm more connected than she is. When you were in the house, I think she was scared that you were going to do something and put it on her or something like that. Like with, she thinks you're more pro with it. You, you know what I mean? Naturally gifted? Yeah. She thinks you're, yeah. So if, I wanted to, if I wanted to get involved with that shit, I could mm-hmm. make her look like a fucking cheap magician at best. 
I can make her look like a fuck. I can make her look like a fucking joke. And I know that. I don't involve mm-hmm. myself with that because I don't want I don't want what comes with that. I don't need that yeah. shit. I know that there is, you know, there's good and bad and all things, but mm-hmm. I don't need to bother with that. Right. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Ain't for me, it's for other people. Other people can use that shit. I don't give a damn. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm doing the things that I want to do. That's what I care about. So that's all I need is what I mm-hmm. what I need. Uh, what I do is what I need. So if I give tarot readings, that's all that I need. I don't need that extra. I don't need that extra bullshit. Yeah. I'll stick to tarot. Yeah. If I I don't need heavy spirituality and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'll stick to what I've learned and I'll stick to just being the chill guy. Yeah. You know I don't need any of this extra shit. Mm-hmm. So, am I naturally gifted? Yes, I am very much so. Yeah. To a frightening degree, am I gifted? Do I care? Fucking not enough. So you know, I'm not gonna bother with it. And I'm, I'm glad that she feels so, so, I guess, intimidated or scared by that. Because, not that I wish to propagate fear, but she has done no favors. So for her to be worried about the negativity that I have towards her, if I really wanted to act on it, she, couldn't, she couldn't have stopped me. For a mom to be so literally scared of their son. <laughs> to be scared of what it is that she helped create. Because you got, like, you got these moms out here who, um, not to take it to this side, but... No, you're good. Who are just, like, not, and they just live day by day, and then they end up getting murdered. <laughs> and then you got people out here who... I'm not saying that you will. I'm just you're saying because of the way she thinks. I was going to say, it's it's it comes down to the kid at that point. And then you they can choose it or not. People like mom are already terrified of you. Scared shitless because of what <laughs> yeah. she's helped... Because of what she's done. That's what I meant. I she won't even own up to it. That's the sad part. I didn't mean it that one. Your hair is very pretty. What? You said your hair is very pretty. Thank you. Did you? Brush it. Nice. Well, it looks way better than mine. So mine is... <laughs> <laughs> What's left of mine that's not growing on my face. I have more white hairs now than I did two weeks ago. It's bad. Like, I went from being, like, one one-thousandth of my beard to being, like, easily one-sixteenth or one-eighth. It's, it's impressive. Wow. So, yeah. That's, it is. It's been a whole lot of stress over the last two weeks. I have needed these two-day weekends that I'm going to get right now. So, hooray. It's magical. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted, usually. But, yeah, no. Um, once again, shout-out to being in the spot. The best coffee that you can have in well on probably the planet so I recommend it spot coffee and finally Owensboro Kentucky Owensboro Square um <laughs> I love this place but no like I know I'm naturally gifted and I know that I choose what I involve myself in and I know that I've got intense and immense potential I've got a genius level IQ I have a genius level intellect that I don't fucking use because I know that if I did use it to its fullest potential yeah. I would cause some crazy shit to fucking happen if I really yeah. wanted to and it would take things that I don't want to be involved with. Mm-hmm. Like, not entirely, anyway. Like, if I could figure out the algorithm to win the fucking lottery, oh, yeah. baby, I'll do that. I'll happily do that. And that would set me up to be able to do the things that I know need to happen. The things that I've seen me do. Mm-hmm. Be free and clear and able to actually teach. Not just, like, chess or shit like that, which would be great. It would be fantastic. But, like, to be able to teach people how to be... I guess more complete. Yeah. Like the spiritual shit. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like that. 
because like I learned and experienced all this shit early for a reason. So the best thing that I can do is learn how to harness that. So how does it feel to have a mom that's completely and utterly terrified of you and tells everybody? I think it's goddamn funny. I mean, it's because when people meet me, they're like, "These dudes chill." Like, oh, compared to how she, how she, how she talks about it, me, I, uh, I'm probably Godzilla and she's Tokyo. Like, that's the way that she, she that's probably that's the way she sees shit. Right there. Oh god, this is just the most terrifying thing. I'm just farting around. She's, I mean, like, she's like, scared of you and having a gun. Because she's afraid you'll, I guess, do mass shootings. Can't <laughs> <laughs> make bullets like that. I don't hate everybody enough. If I, it's one of those things where if I really wanted to, I would have. Mm-hmm. I've had better potential in the past to do things that were way worse than what I would bother with now. And I didn't do it whenever I was in a worse state. When I was in a worse condition or worse state of mind, mm-hmm. I didn't do it then. So why the fuck would I do it now? It's, what would be the point? What would I gain? Right. Nothing to gain. No point. I'll let her stew in her own muck. I've had dreams of her literally being miserable in the afterlife because of the bullshit she couldn't let go from this one. I think that's fucking funny. But, you know, I've had a lot of interesting dreams. But anyway, we need to wrap this fucking thing up. We're coming up to 42 minutes almost. Yeah. So, final thoughts? Anything? Any last thing to ask or say? Um... No, not Nothing. Fine. Okay, that's fine. You're you're good. Maybe it's, do a, a part two sometime. I would love to do a part two. Because <clears throat> we started out with a lot of funny shit. We went kind of like in depth, spiritual, interesting bullshit. So I like how I got a better conversation out of you that I've been wanting to have for a long time. Just naturally, mm-hmm. like I didn't plan this. I just planned on telling funny stories. Yeah. We didn't do fucking any of that except for like maybe what twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And the rest of this entire time has been all this shit. So, yeah. Hopefully and you get something out all I was going to say, oh, that's, this is all good stuff. I mean, this is going to go up as is. But, like, I didn't plan any of that shit. That just happened. So, and we got to listen to Jacob play piano. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fucking cool. I dig it. Yeah. And I've got the I've got the fury to back it, so that's good. Um, but no, for real, though. This has been magical. I've enjoyed this. It's been fantastic having you on again. Thanks for having so, me. Oh, thanks for being here. And I imagine the coffee helped, so. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's like easily 95% of the reason why I'm here. Um, the rest of it is being at the spot. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. But yeah, no, it was good having you on. And um, I look forward to getting to do this again. And just actually just talking about shit. Like, whatever the fuck happens, happens. This is this is the essence of my show. We sort of stuck to a theme. Other I mean, than just, that, it was just, like, out and about, wherever the fuck we went. We went. I just like coming on, just being able to talk. It doesn't have to be anything. It could just be a lot of nothing. I mean, having you on is a valuable thing to me, because you will ask questions. You will, indeed, talk mm-hmm. about shit. And you're curious, which is something that a lot of people are apparently afraid to be anymore. Yeah. So, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no. So this has been fun. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Um, if you've enjoyed this and you would like to show me how much you've enjoyed this and support me monetarily at the same time, because these bills be expensive and gas ain't exactly cheap. I don't give a shit how much it drops. If it ain't less than a dollar a gallon, it ain't fucking cheap. So, you know, there's that. 
you want to help me though, you can do so via Cash App and PayPal. Cash App is Cash Tech Discount Walter White, all one word. I do accept Bitcoin and stock, so you can toss a coin to your Walter or throw me some Nestle stock my way, and uh, we'll make this song and dance a little bit more pleasurable to you. I would love to be able to, uh, I guess, have y'all show up on the Blue Skies Mix on Facebook. Hit me up on there, and I'll get involved on there, post things to that, because I do every now and again from this podcast. And I'll ask y'all's opinions on things if I get enough people on there to talk about stuff. And, uh, yeah, check me out places. I'm around. I'm also on Instagram. I actually prefer Instagram. Facebook can suck my ass. But anyway, PayPal is at Insoa117. That is at symbol I-N-S-O-A-117. That's the alternative if you don't care for Cash App and you have PayPal. By all means, every penny helps. And um, before we go, is there any song that you prefer or... Let's say, because I'll just, I'll outro it again. Go ahead. Let's see. Stranger Danger tends to have, like, one specific song he'll do, whereas I like to play around with it. I like to have fun with it. Ooh, I think I've got a good idea. Kind of have a good idea. Besides, I feel like it was more your episode. You fucking made it that way. Like you, you legitimately interviewed me for my own show, and I didn't anticipate any of that shit. Like I just wanted funny stories and to laugh, and you were like, "I'm making this fucking show a show." I was like, "Let's do shits and giggles." You were like, "We're gonna talk about tarot, shit, spiritual, body blah." I'm like, "God damn." It kind of also gives people another sense of, you know, things because, I mean, you see it one way, but when somebody else talks about it, you see it another way. I mean... It's kind of felt like it just needed to happen. Well, I'd say it indeed did, then. So, the song we're going to listen to is by Audio Slave. It's called Like a Stone. I enjoy it. It's a song that means a lot to me. I think y'all will enjoy it. So, if you don't, that's your problem, not mine. Either way, love y'all bunches, and, uh... I look forward to having you back. Thanks for having me, and I would love to come back. Oh, well, give it a minute. So, yeah, bye-bye, everybody. Say bye, Fee. Bye. You didn't say bye, Fee. You said bye. Bye, Fee. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. <coughs> Roll that bye, y'all. Oh, God.
say 